Welcome to Life Lessons, a Gintama manga cast. Here we're, uh, we're trying to record a podcast. I'm hoping it'll uh, go well. I think we should introduce ourselves. I'm, uh, I'm Colton, the host of this podcast, and with me today is my co-host. I'm Jasmine. I'm co-host of this podcast. Here. Next, we have... I'm J. Just the letter J. That's it. I thought it, I thought it was J A Y. Uh, I thought it was you. Really? I thought that I thought it was J A Y too. It is. You're you're making this complicated. J J J. <laughs> no, you said it was the letter J. The letter S. Right, you said. You're going off topic. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I guess we should explain what Gintama is. Don't you have that comment? That comment you found that you told me about. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's there, oh. explain it. Well, I don't know. Should I look that up? Basically, it kind of explained everything that it is. <laughs> From this point on. I guess so. I mean, it's the best Gintama comment that I've seen anywhere. And it's from YouTube, of all places. So, this is coming from uh, Manga Therapy on Twitter, who actually does... Quite a few interesting uh, Gintama articles and stuff, which I, I love reading them all the time. Uh, but uh, I guess he found this on uh, YouTube, and uh, I I, I want to read it. I want to read it. I want to read okay, it. Okay, okay, fine. You can you can read it. What what is Gintama? Gintama is an action adventure for shonen comedy, demons, drama, ichi fantasy, harem, horror, Jose, like just that magic. Maho, what the hell is it? Maho, Ma- Maho Shoujo. Maho Shoujo, martial arts, mecha, music, mystery, ninja, parody, psychological, reverse harem, romance, samurai, school life, science fiction, sign-in, shoujo, shonen, slapstick, slice of life, sports, supernatural, thriller, tragedy, anime. It, it, is, it is really all that in the nutshell. Good job, by the way. That was, that was great. You can't see the You said it so fast. That was, that was awesome. Good. Um... It's it's basically everything. It has a little something for everybody. It's kind of like uh, I like to describe Gintama as more of a. Uh, it's kind of like Japanese Family Guy with the same kind of concept as like Futurama, you know, where it takes place in a more futuristic setting. You're gonna make people stop listening to this. No, I'm not. People, people. That, like, that's a horrible combination. No, it's not. It it works well, you know, because that's what Gintama is. Well, just say it's a more it's a more funny Futurama. It's a more funny version of Futurama, basically. Uh, I don't. I actually don't know if I would agree with that, but I'm kind of biased. Uh, I love. Well, it. that's where you got the mixture. <laughs> but um, the it's kind of hard to explain the plot because there's not a then lot. Don't explain it. Well, let but the, there let is. The viewers, be ready to entwine themselves in this anime. Let them. Oh. Exactly. We're gonna confuse these poor people. No, we're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> If we explain the plot, they're gonna be really confused. Probably like, I don't want to get this a chance. <laughs> not, not, not if we, not if we explain the plot and if we don't, you know, stop talking over each other. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know why you guys are trying to talk over me. Okay. I'm not. It's, Jasmine. It's, it's you. You're trying to talk over me. No. Okay, See right okay. now. I'm okay. Maybe you <laughs> Are Are we ready to and now. talk? Okay. May I talk? <laughs> but basically, I guess the basic premise of Gintama is that. Um, it, it takes place during the, I want to say what era. See, I don't know a lot of, I don't know Japanese history, so. And then, when, didn't I say basically era of the samurai? Well, that's, 
That's not really a real oh, era. It's like, um, what, what was that called? Slightly <laughs> modern Japan. No, it it. I I don't know what Bushido Bushido. No, that's, that's not the name of an era. It, look, anyway, it was around where samurais were really really big in Japan, and then it's that plus aliens. Uh, I guess. It's like and replacing samurai swords with lightsabers, kind of adding technology to it. Well, they don't use yeah. lightsabers until like 260 episodes later. Just don't your spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> okay. Good arc, by the way. Spoiler alert. I wasn't spoiled. He spoiled it. I didn't know why there's spoilers. Calm down. It's not that big of a spoiler. We can edit that out, right? Yeah. Okay. I can, but I'm not sure if I will. You will. Um, I'll think about it. Um, for, for those who actually know any kind of Japanese history, it basically takes place during the time when American warships uh, invaded Japan to kind of open up the country. It's it's basically that era of Japan, except instead of Americans invading Japan, they're aliens. Basically, you know, it's it's just it's just Japan, but it's basically taken over by aliens, and that advances the technology. And uh, the people of Edo Japan have to coexist with these aliens, and there's corruption all about. You know, at least within the government. But it's kind of sad, because that's not really even what the anime is about. The, the story kind of centers around uh, Sakataki Intoki, who I won't spoil much, but he was kind of involved with past events, and now, because, uh, you know, samurai nowadays don't have much work because of all of the stuff that's going on, because, of, uh, because they banned um, swordsmanship and all that, to kind of keep them underway. And then... Uh, so, Gintoki's kind of forced to open up his own kind of uh, odd jobs place. He's kind of a freelancer. He just kind of takes whatever job he can can because you know, he can't, he can't be too picky. That's that's basically what the series is. Like other than actual plot, uh, Gintama's kind of weird because it's mostly a comedy parody kind of thing. But uh, when it wants to have a plot, it'll have a plot. And when it wants to be serious and heartwarming, it'll be that. It, basically, the show kind of does whatever it wants. We're not even going to talk about the anime, or not, not, not mainly. We're we're going to be talking more about the manga, because because no, no one cares about the manga. No one really, no one really pays attention to it much, unless you're like a real hardcore fan. Because most people, most people pay attention more to the anime, because. Most people like the anime more, which I don't blame them. I kind of like the anime more, too. But, you know, the manga is the original source material, so I feel like we should uh, we should do something about that, that we should do a podcast where we cover at least a single chapter every episode. At least, at max. <clears throat> but, uh... Well, we could also do, but can we also plan to do comparisons between the manga and the anime as well? Yeah, that's that's what I meant, you know. Oh. That's what I meant when I said we wouldn't be talking about the anime mainly. Yeah, I, I do plan to do kind of uh, manga-anime comparisons um, after each manga recap. But um, because um, reading the manga, I noticed that the anime does add a lot of material to these episodes sometimes, which I, which I find really interesting, actually. Because, um, you know, who, what, what, whoever they have working on the anime... 
obviously they they know the series and they do a good job with um with the material that they add. Because you know, obviously, whoever works on the show really, you know, they love the show. Um, <clears throat> but I guess I should kind of talk about uh, the release of the manga here a little bit, because obviously uh, the manga used to be released over here uh, via Viz Media, uh, at least for 23 volumes, and then after that they just kind of stopped. Uh, why? There's no official answer. Like. I've, I've heard a few things from people, like, uh... I'll tell you why. People are ball stacks, that's why. That's that's not funny. Yes, sir? See, see, that's relevant because Gintama is a play on words of... Kintama. Of uh, Kintama, that's right, which is slang for testicles. So really, that's that's relevant. Good job. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. Good job. <laughs> see, I told you it was funny. Yeah, but, funny. um... I think probably will get it, sadly. <laughs> Oh, well, if they know enough Japanese, which oh, funny. I, I don't know how many people who are actually listening to this know any kind of Japanese, but One. you never know. Mom. Just also, people that actually do listen to this podcast, please actually, as you do this, either read that manga or watch it, or watch an episode of the anime. Um, preferably, Preferably buy the manga if you can still find it, because obviously, unfortunately, the manga got canceled over here. Like again, I don't know why, but yeah, you can still. 20? It it ended after volume twenty three, mm-hmm. so basically we have like half the series over here. They I I don't know specifically why they stopped, but I've heard a lot of things like it, you know it was hard to translate. Uh, it didn't sell very well over here. I'm not surprised, honestly. Um, but I, I know that they still sell these volumes up on um, Amazon, and that you can you can still. You can't find them in an actual store. No, I I literally bought the uh, first three volumes from Barnes and Noble that they had over there for like two years. No, nobody picked them up, and I finally decided to pick them up like last month. That is it. That is, is that is blasphemy. It is, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, either. Find whatever manga you can on Amazon, or um, if you prefer the anime, um, Crunchyroll does have every episode up for free. For free. And if you have uh, Hulu, then they have it there, too. Do they have it on Hulu? Really? Is it on Hulu? No, we were watching it on Crunchyroll. Never mind then. They, they... I just said never mind. Well, we can well, edit that out. Well, hold on, hold on. It's kind of true. I've, I've looked on there before. It's weird. They, they have it listed on Hulu... But when you click on the links, they they direct you to Crunchyroll. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of half right. I don't know, but uh, so overall, just go to country Crunchyroll overall. Crunchyroll, if you want to watch the anime, go look for it on Amazon. If you want to buy the manga, but uh, but yeah, the manga got canceled over here after volume twenty three. Again, because you know, again, it was hard to translate and it didn't sell very well over here. Which I don't blame them. It, that's that's just how business works. Um, it's it's weird because the cutoff point for the manga, you can go from there to the anime, which is kind of weird. Because because uh, uh, the Yoshiwara arc, that's that's the cutoff point for the manga over here. Is um, volume twenty three was literally the volume before they started the Yoshiwara arc. Um, 
So if you want to if you wanted to read the Yoshiwara arc, you could just go ahead and watch it on the uh, watch it on the anime because when they started the simulcast, that's where they started in the anime. So coincidence? Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, that's so. Um, that presents the problem of you know. So we have twenty three volumes. Of, of material to work with, of official material. So that's, that would keep us going for a long while. So I, I don't think we have to worry about having to go to scans too soon because <laughs> this is probably going to keep us going for a while. But uh, whether after Volume 23 we, we would go to scans? I, get uh, probably, probably, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But for now, right all whatever... Material the twenty three volumes we cover on the podcast go go out and buy, go support the series. I I can't stress that enough. Um, like the up two fan club. Uh, kind of I guess that's relevant. <laughs> I'm helpful to this podcast. I, I guess. <laughs> yes. Not 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 when you over not when you talk over people. You're talking over me. No no I know whatever um, but uh. I guess we should get started. Now that we've covered the this podcast and wait, are we now just getting started? I guess kind of like introduction, and then we kind of had explained. And I I hope that introductions aren't normally this wrong or long. Wrong. I said wrong. Um, are you actually, as we go along, it'll definitely get shorter. We're probably like, hey, welcome. Let's hey, welcome. Ahead. Yeah. Then then we'll probably have like small talk, like no. how's the weather going. How, wait, how's it going? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> hey, Weather, how's it going? Yeah. How's it hanging? Comment below. <laughs> How was your weather? We, we're interested. Um, Somebody write his typhoonie. <laughs> but, uh, oh. so, uh, you guys ready to get into the manga? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the manga recap for chapter one, volume one, entitled "Nobody with naturally wavy hair can be that bad." Uh, we'll talk about the title later. Um, so basically, uh, page five of the volume as a whole starts off with a uh, with a very sickly old man who is holding up a samurai sword and is uh, kind of lecturing his kids. Giving him kind of a light lesson. When you when you paraphrase, he's basically comparing your sword to yourself and your soul, basically your dignity, stuff like that. And he's basically saying that you know, no matter how much the times change, that uh, there, there's something you can't forget. You can't lose yourself. Basically, when you lose your sword, you lose yourself. He's basically using the sword as a metaphor for, again, your dignity, yourself, stuff like that. As he's finishing up his uh, speech, he starts coughing, uh, because, again, he's ill. And the two kids exclaim, Father, oh no! And then, um, once he's done with his coughing fit, he he looks up at the sky, and uh, obviously there are flying ships in the sky, and he just kind of mumbles to himself, Oh, that that cloudless sky. I wish I could have seen it without the ships one last time. And uh, within that panel, we 
skip to this uh, this two-page uh, color spread here. It's a really nice color page. I like the color. Um, I, I like the detail on um, on the moped here. I don't know. Uh, you guys have any thoughts on the color page? Well, there's a lot of blues. It's there's a space. It's very blue. I I kind of like it. It's very very soothing. Uh, Jasmine, do you have any thoughts? Well, my opinions on it is more of drawing as of the drawing point of it. You mean the I? No, go. I actually love the shading of this, especially when you look at the main protagonist, Gintoki. Yes. When you look at him, the shading on his on his outfit, if not his hair, is fantastic and so on point that it's unbelievable. It is. I I feel like Sorachi's art, um, it's it's Sorachi's art really shines when he when he um when he does color, because I feel like yeah. that's when he puts in the most detail. Like fans, if you guys could see what we're seeing, it's really nice. Yes, uh, the, the 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 grayscale version of this and the volume, um, it's not as great. Trust me. But uh, see, then we go on to the next page where uh, we have some narration by who we find out later. It's uh, Shinpachi narrating. Uh, I'll just I'll just kind of read the narration just cause. Um, He's basically saying that, uh, you know, this, this, this is samurai country, or at least, um, that's what it used to be called, you know, a little while ago. And that, uh, basically the skies are now filled with these giant flying ships, and the town is overfilled with these strange new creatures, who we later find out are called, uh, the Amanto. Uh, that's, that's basically it. Um, Amanto referring to just all the aliens. Yeah, I think the Amanto, when when they call them the Amanto, they refer to just all of the aliens living on Earth in general. Basically everybody that isn't human, which I find kind of weird, because there are different species of Amanto. So. Like, it's like, you call a dog a dog, no matter what kind of dog they are. Mm-hmm, that's true. And they call the Amanto the Amanto no matter what kind they are. Yeah. Uh, it's true. It's true. So it's got to be like Asian when people, but it's all different types of people in that live in Asia. Okay. You call us Americans, even though you know we're all different kinds of stupid. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. No, I would go that far. I could go farther. This is turning into a debate. Anyway, back to the market. Okay. So, uh, Jasmine, you, you get the next two pages. I'm going to be better off the other. Oh, let's see how this turns out. <laughs> <clears throat> well, basically, it's, it's more of a fast-forward. So now we're seeing the Shinpachi now is a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. And the first thing we see is him getting chewed out by his ridiculous, annoying boss. Basically saying that you don't, you must be a really stupid worker if you don't know how to work the cash register for being here over a year. And, of course, Shinpachi, if you, since you guys probably don't know about Shinpachi's character... He's a very shy and slightly timid character when facing conflict, if that makes sense. So if somebody like, tries to chew him out, he will kind of be like, oh, I'm sorry. And stuff like that. And of course, in this little situation, his boss is, I guess you could say, a jerk. So apparently, because he basically says he only trained with the Arch of the Sword, which is saying that he is a He's basically a samurai, 
he gets punched in the face just for saying it. Yeah. And on page six, basically, his boss is basically bashing on, bashing on Samurai, saying that they're ancient history, but yet you're still acting like one, act like a normal person. And then we get, we actually get to see one species, one species from Yamato. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yay! And basically, he looks like a. Basically, he looks like a furry mixed with a human, <laughs> more human-like furry. <laughs> yeah, don't. It's, he's basically an anthropomorphic cheetah. Yeah, basically. And basically, he's talking about like, hey, he's saying like, hey, lay off. No, kid, give me some milk. And of course, as this goes on, this guy is slowly bashing them in a very, in the more subtle way than the boss was. Yeah. Or more spread out version of it. Basically saying that you don't, it's really sad seeing samurais nowadays. They lose their jobs and they don't even get to see, they don't even get to use their swords since, because of the ban uh, on sword, swordmanship. Mm-hmm. Alright. And he's saying that even the employment, un, even the unemployment lines fill with them and crap like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jay, would you like to give it a try? The Amanto trips him, and he hits a pole and spills the milk, obviously. It's pretty sad. I mean, you're going to make somebody, you're going to make fun of somebody, and then trip him into a pole. Of course, the horse teeth mean boss manager decides to yell at him for being tripped. Yeah, so much fun. But then, our hero comes in. <laughs> Stop laughing! And boom! Knocks the guy out. And you think, oh, this guy's amazing. He's saving Shinpachi, the silver haired ninja guy. And you know, the other monsters scream, what's going on? And oh no, a samurai! Turns out, you guys spilled my chocolate parfait. Now I'm going to kick your ass. He's he's basically saying you spilt my dessert. You don't do. I'm I'm near I'm near diabetic. I only get one of those like once a week, and now I'm going to kill you. I I don't mean to step on anyone's toes, but we did kind of we we did kind of skip over um this. I'm I'm not I'm not sure if it's really important. Basically, um, Shinpachi's narrating how the Amanto, um, ever since they invaded twenty years ago have arisen to power, which means they're they're working alongside with the government. And uh, they basically uh, took swords away from all the samurai by banning swordsmanship. Uh, so they could um, easily take over um, Edo and get rid of all the samurai who um, tried to kind of usurp them. And uh, he's kind of going on about how because of this... Um, you know, how some of these Amanto are real jackasses and they treat samurai like pieces of shit. He's basically saying how everybody uh, kind of abandoned their honor and uh, how they don't really do anything to fight back and they just kind of sit back and take it. And like, mm-hmm. and just like Jay said, yeah, that's where um, our main character, Kintoki, comes in. So yeah, he did. He does beat up these uh, cheetah people for sp- spilling their... Uh, Spilling his parfait, he uh, it's it's obvious it's obvious that he doesn't 
Especially later, that he doesn't really care about Shinpachi. Or maybe he does, I don't know. It's something that his character, you would later find that even if he does or does not, it's never made clear, and if he does, he won't admit it because of who he is. Yeah. He, he, stands, he, he stands up for what's right and what he believes, and he's just not, you know, cliche about it. Exactly. And I, I like that. He's compassionate. It's not, like, he doesn't really show it. He kind of shows, like, well, if you want to do what's right, then do it. He's not really going to say, like, oh, well... That's only on the occasion, and most of the time he makes himself look like... Well, there are a lot of words for it. Makes himself look like a dick? Yes. <laughs> but, uh, Shinpachi has another, uh, moment of narration where he, um... I, I, I always kind of like this, where he describes... Yintoki as uh, too fierce to be called a samurai, but but he's too he's too trained to be called a thug. I, I always kind of like this line too, because uh, before he steps out, he has to give his classic one-liner: "Hey, hey, tell your manager that tasted pretty good, even though I didn't get to finish it." <laughs> but uh, uh, Yintoki obviously he leaves the cafe, and Jinpachi's just kind of looking at him in awe, and. Uh, the the police uh come to the scene uh looking trying to look for the perp who uh who beat the shit out of these uh cheetah people um and obviously he suspects uh, Shinpachi which we don't know why just yet mm-hmm. and uh the policemen are commenting that oh oh it's it's the ambassador from planet Chatteron uh this is an international incident you get know it? you know what you done cheetah, I I, I get it I get it yeah which, the fans. which, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. I noticed that throughout the series, just a quick little, uh, um, side note that some characters, you know, commit these acts of violence toward these other Amanto, and people always comment that it's an international incident, you know, something's gonna happen, but nothing really ever happens. There really aren't any consequences, or at least nothing that we see on screen. Um, well, yeah, the shit's we try, but. I guess. Which, if you don't know who they are yet, you'll find out soon. And you'll love them. And also, in the, actually, you guys actually watch the anime. There actually is a running gag on one specific species of Amanto when basically everybody beats the crap out of him. And everybody says, oh, this is going to be an international incident. But nothing happens. And every time you see this character, he always ends up getting beaten the crap out of. Yeah. Alright, so, uh... So, basically, they... Um, suspect Shinpachi uh, again for some reason I don't know why um, you know he's basically saying you know it wasn't me the guy who did it just ran off and you know these officers like sure sure yeah yeah um, you know what you should make sure that you hide your weapon before you start making up stories and uh, Shinpachi finds out that uh, uh, that that guy's uh, wooden sword is now strapped to his apron uh, dripping blood. And Shinpachi's like, no. I love his face, by the way. And well, yeah, you'll find that the facial expressions throughout this entire manga, and even if you watch the anime, are always just hilarious and sometimes a little overdone, but I, very, very, very wonderful. I personally love all the face faults in the entire series because they're just so they're so grotesque, and you just can't help but laugh at them. Just so much shock. You wish oh, you could copy God. it, but they, I. They they all make they would all make very good like profile mm-hmm. pictures for your forum. I don't know. Just, and 
And then, uh... You, uh huh? I was going to say, and you can obviously tell that when these facial expressions do happen, that the voice actors in the anime are having so seizures, laughing fits. Oh, oh. Much okay. fun in a bit. Yeah, the you, you can really tell that when they're like when they're having like, the shock and they're like, What? You can tell the voice actors having way so much fun with this. All, all the <laughs> other actors all, all, all the other actors listening to that one actor make facial expressions and stuff and reacting, they're probably all laughing. Like they're probably all losing their shit. I would love to be in on like a um on like, on a recording session for the anime because it'd probably be really fun. Yeah. To listen to. But uh and then we, uh, last panel of the page, we cut to, uh, somebody's moped, uh, driving off. <laughs> and then, uh... We're like, chug, 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 chug. Uh, you can, uh, go ahead, Jasmine. Alright, so basically, this moped belongs to the, this random guy, this random Kentucky that just beat the crap out of these cheetah people and framed Shinpachi. And then, so basically right now, he's thinking that he's not feeling right. And I'm not going to see that, see that bubble. You're like, oh, well, duh. <laughs> you just framed someone. <laughs> but then we figure out that he's just crazy because he didn't have enough sugar. <laughs> and then, as the last pin comes along, we figure Pashi must be a track star. <laughs> because he catches up to Tukin Toki and basically... It, it, Basically, getting mad at him, he's like, "Thanks for call- make- thanks for making me your escape goat." Because now, because of you, my life is ruined. It's, <laughs> Technically, it's not that fast anyway. <laughs> it's it's funnier. It's funnier in the anime because Kintoki, you can tell Kintoki's kind of driving, kind of he's just kind of cruising, and Shinpachi can't catch up with them. That's true. That's very true. But he does like this weird track moment where he's like we see dust behind him, everything. But then this whole time, when they're trans, when they're Talking to each other, he's like swinging his soul, swinging Gintoki's sword, but yet he cannot catch up. <laughs> yeah, it it, you know, it it looks a lot faster in the manga, but it yeah, it's it's not as fast as you think. Shinpachi yeah. can't run that fast. He's 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 a sixteen year old idol nerd. So yeah, so sorry guys, but I mean you guys see that this guy's going like sixty on moped and. Shinpachi's on my automatic track star. <laughs> and, and and obviously nerds are all nerds are out of shape. So we we know that for sure. That's obvious. I'm not all nerds. That's that's all that's nerds. obviously real. And not just a stereotype. <laughs> but anyway, back to the manga. <laughs> Basically, finally Gitoki's actually realizing he's he's not even realizing, he's just like, Oh he's not even realizing the problem in the situation. Basically, what happens is that he, when he even knows this gets uh, Shinpachi running after him, the first thing he says is, oh, you're such a good boy, bringing me back my wooden sword. <laughs> and, of course, Shinpachi's still mad about the topic that he has been framed for murder, or, in this case, beating up an ambassador. <laughs> and he's, he's complains, of course, he complains to Gintoki about it, and Gintoki's like, well... It was like you basically. So I'm guessing you've been fired. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah. doesn't really care about this whole entire situation. He's gonna just be very blunt about this whole thing. It's just like, well, I don't really care. 
He's, he's basically, well, he's basically like, well, you're shit out of luck, I guess. Basically. And then, of course, Shinpachi, he also, also, guys, you watch the anime, Shinpachi yells a lot. <laughs> yeah. It'll get, it'll get on your nerves at first, but it, it's just part of his character. Yeah. So, but anyway, basically he's getting really upset, saying, like, why, like, do you know how hard it is for samurai to become, to get jobs? It's really hard. It, and how am I supposed to earn a living because I got fired because of you? Can, and so on. And can I just point out that um, Shinpachi's manager is probably the most asshole-ish character in the entire series so far? That's very true. That is very true. He's the only guy that actually try, that actually beat up on Shinpachi for no apparent reason. Well, I I meant because Shinpachi um said that he, that he uh, I mean I'm not sure if he was I'm I'm assuming that maybe he was unconscious after Gintoki punched him, but still I found it kind of dickish that um even Shinpachi's manager um accused him of what happened. That's true. Even though he witnessed exactly what went down, he hated Shinpachi. He had to hate Shinpachi so much that he was just like, "Oh yeah, he did it." That but, I, I always thought that was dickish. But what confuses me about the situation is that he had a full year to fire Shinpachi because you realize he always called him an idiot or a very terrible worker. But he had a whole year to fire him, but he waits till this whole event. To actually fire him. Yeah, why? Yeah, why didn't he fire him earlier then? If he was such a bad worker. I guess exactly. Under that work, like you're a dick. I guess acceptable. I, I guess I don't know. Or the place is really that bad that nobody else wanted to work there. I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's just it makes no sense to me why you will wait until he does a quote quote international incident to fire him. Maybe he's just not that much of a dick that he likes making fun of him so much. I'm not gonna fire because I like messing with you. So basically, to say this, <laughs> I I kind of just I I kind of imagine him waking up in the morning, going, "I cannot wait to fuck with that little boy today." He probably does. He probably does. Boy, just fish and putchy. Well, he is kind of a boy. But when you say little boy, it sounds weird. Well, you say sixteen-year-old. <laughs> I no. Yeah, it sounds just as bad. That sounds that sounds just as bad. And. Okay. Say Shibachi, just say uh, you, you can't. You you need context for this show, and even when you have context, shit does, shit still doesn't make sense. True. That's that's why we have dick trucks later. Dick trucks. We that's a real thing. You haven't seen that episode dick yet. Trucks. Yeah, dick trucks. I'm I'm not making this shit up. I'm, you can go look it up. I'm sure you can find a picture of it somewhere. Fans, we have dick trucks. Yep. Uh. You can uh, go on ahead and go to the next page if you like. Where the dong? That's the sound effect. Well, yeah. uh, Shinpachi tries to attack Gintoki, and with his magic <laughs> moped, he sort of lifts up the rear and gets him right in the nuts. Uh. Oh, I did not know it was that, so you just said that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I really just thought he just like <laughs> ran into it. Uh, uh, ran into it right in the crotch. Ouch. And so, you know, of course, Kentucky yells at him, Stop yelling! <laughs> <laughs> and poor Shinpachi on the ground in horrible, horrible agony. And they go to a certain store, a widow store, I don't know what it is, 
It's a convenience store, I think. I found the supermarket and, you know, talking about the situation. Well, more like arguing about the situation. Like, it's your fault, Luke. Why can't you just deal with it? <laughs> and this woman comes out of the uh, store that they're in, and she knows Shinbachi. Mm. She says hi. On this next page, you know, she's all smiling and happy, and she looks so sweet, and says, what are you doing here? And this guy seems scared out of his mind, enough to crap his pants. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this thing just, she just turns evil, like somebody flipped a switch, and she pile drag kicks him in the face. Just boom, drop kicks him. And she's now... <laughs> and then it started flipped on like a switch. She's a sweet, pretty, smiling little thing, and all of a sudden, she's beating the crap out of him. Yeah. But also, we just find out that this is his sister. Yep. Because he yelled, stop, sis! Yeah. So, obviously, from what you can tell, they're in... A, they have money troubles. Mm-hmm. And the sister is very mad at him for not being at work right now. Yeah. And, of course, can tell him it tries to make his escape. All of a sudden, like magic, she suddenly appears on the scooter behind him and smiles. Ting! With, and yeah, the, with the noise, ting! Um... Can I? I want to bring up the scary thing. I I do want to bring up uh, kind of this gag here that they kind of keep around for the first three volumes or so. Um, I was, no, well, yeah, that. But um, I swear to God, like if all the characters in Gintaba had a choice in what they really wanted to do, they would just sit around and watch TV. Because every other character, when you notice, it's a running gag here. Because Gintoki obviously tries to tell uh, the scary girl here. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta go catch a show right now. Oh yeah, whenever they want to escape or whenever they want to leave, they're like, I have a show to catch. Yeah, and it's and it's all it's always the same show too. It's some stupid soap opera. From the planet soap opera. Um, but I don't know. I I honestly don't think the gag's very funny. I but think it's kind of funny. Uh, kind of, but there are definitely a lot better gags later. Uh, th- this this is one of those few gags that actually sticks when it's first introduced in the first three volumes. I'm I'm kind of glad they got rid of this later because I actually kind of wouldn't gotten tired of it. Um, but after that little scene, we cut to uh, a dojo, and then the in the next panel, uh, Kentucky obviously looks very beaten up. Blood coming out of his nose, face is a little swollen, and uh, he's apologizing uh, because because it was his big intro scene and he went overboard. I he went too far and he's very sorry. And then uh, no lie, guys, he actually says this. No lie, he actually says this in the manga. That that this is the kind of like breaking the fourth wall stuff that you can expect from the series, and I really like it. Oh yeah. They, oh my god, they don't just break down. They break it a lot. Up. Yeah, they blow it up. They they drop a bomb on it. It was never there to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> um, nuclear bomb it, that's what they do. <laughs> well, how can, how can they nuclear bomb something if it's not there to begin with? Boom. Sheesh. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, we, uh, this, this, this woman who, well, we'll just call her by her name, because I'm not sure if they actually named her just yet, um, Otai is basically telling him, well, you know, if, 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 if everyone just 
to have said sorry, you know, we wouldn't have seppuku, you know, in this world. Seppuku. Which, for, Which one, is... for for anyone who doesn't know, seppuku is basically a samurai seppuku. thing, uh, where uh, when when you dishonor your family, you know, stuff like that. You cut up in your stomach and you pull out your guts. You you not only cut off your stomach, but apparently you open. you you have somebody standing behind you, like your closest friend or something, to like cut off your head. They gotta make sure you die first. <laughs> yeah, they gotta they gotta do a clean job. Um, or huh? I was say or as the book calls it, or the manga calls it, a ritual suicide. It's it's basically the same. Um, thing. honestly, that comes up a lot in this. Oh yeah, Sepa- oh, because you know they're Sepa-Goo. all. Because, you know, they're all samurai, so they're all obsessed with seppuku. Seppuku! <laughs> Pronunciation is horrible. No, it's not. It's fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to get caught off with pronunciation on this podcast. But, um, <laughs> basically, uh, she's, she's obviously very angry because, uh, thanks to Gintoki, uh, the survival of their dojo is in danger. Because uh, because of the Amanto invading 20 years ago, and because of the sword ban, you know, nobody nobody wants to come to the JoJo because you can't use swords anyway. Um, so you know they have to work hard to kind of restore the JoJo. Just maintain it, really. Yeah, really. Actually, it's more the uh, the debt. Well, we'll we'll get to that later. That's coming up later. Yeah, that that's coming up. Don't worry. Um, but then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. basically, they want to keep the dojo around because it was their father's, and, you know, what's important to their father is very important to them. And, uh, Otai is, um, freaking the fuck out, and, uh, wants to kill Gintoki, but luckily, Shinpachi is obviously strong enough to hold her back, somehow. Which is weird. <laughs> but, uh... And uh, Gintoki remarks that what what is up with your sister? Was she raised by a gorilla or something? <laughs> hold on, hold on, guys, just a second. I I can't kill myself, but I'll make it up to you. <laughs> and um, I'm surprised he doesn't pull out these business cards more often. They're, kind of, they're basically just pieces of paper with his name on it, and it just says odd job. <laughs> yeah, they're not very creative. They just they look very plain. But it looks like he took a piece of paper, cut it into squares, and then just wrote his name. Because <laughs> we know, because we know he doesn't make a lot of money, so he probably just gets whatever paper he finds out of the trash can and just writes his name on it, and then odd jobs, and then just cuts it into rectangles. Exactly. Also, guys, what you guys need to know about what's it? Otai? Did I say that right? Um. Yeah, Otai. Which. Otai. Which, by the way, um. I'm not sure if it really matters, but a lot of people, um, not they haven't told me specifically, but I I read on online sometimes that apparently that her real name is just Tai, but back in this um, back in this uh, portion of uh, time in Japan, that um, men would usually refer to women with an O in front of their name. So I think that's why people. Uh, say that just call her Tai because the O is kind of a, um, it's just kind Honorific? of a, yeah, kind of something like that. Again, I'm I'm not sure about Japanese history and all that, so I'm not for I'm I don't know that for sure, but something. But that that's that's just what I hear. But uh, what were you gonna say, Jasmine? 
I was going to say that when you guys actually look at this manga or the specific scene in the anime, you guys need to know that Otai is actually freakily, freakishly strong. To yeah. the point that she actually can be called, that she could basically be represented as a gorilla. Because that strength that she has is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And it just makes sense. When you actually watch her through the series and you figure out how strong she is, it's kind of, and then you watch the specific scene when Shinpachi does stop her, it kind of makes it kind of seem weird because I'm like, how are you not strong enough for your 16 year old br- brother to stop you when you usually beat the crap out of him? And not only him, but almost, almost every male character in this in this anime is not manga. Well, <laughs> they don't hit women. Either. Not usually. Not usually. But um, it's it's funny that um, you know, Shinpachi shouldn't even be bothering learning how to use a sword. He he just. He can, get, he can get enough exercise and gain enough strength just holding back Otai. It's very true. It's very true. Because, again, you guys have either watched this anime, like, the anime plays this off perfectly. I'm not saying watch it. But, you can do it on your own time. But when you, you actually want to see this in action, <laughs> watch uh, how crazy this chick is. <laughs> but, uh, Gintoki basically tells him. He, he gives him his business card, and Otai reads it. Um, apparently, he's a freelancer. Because, you know, he, he can't be too picky about jobs nowadays. Um, he basically will take any request um, in return for a little profit. And uh, Gintoki explains that, um, that I will solve any problems you have. And then they beat the crap out of him because um, he's the one who's causing all the problems. <laughs> And uh, Shinpachi tells me, well, first thing is you can you can find me a job. And then Intoki um, responds that I can't do that, <laughs> but I can teach you a spell that'll make it so you won't be nervous at your next job interview. And he's like, what is that going to do? Wham! <laughs> and then you can take the next page, Jasmine. Okay. So, we get to the next page, and... Surprise, and because again, we're messing with like a gorilla woman, so so Gintoki's being even more being the crap out of like his like there's blood going all over his face and whatever and whatnot. Yeah. And suddenly everything gets serious, and Shinpachi Shinpachi basically says, "Otai, it's impossible to run this dojo anymore. We don't have." We, we can't use swords anymore. And so that means everybody's too scared to even come here. So it, it's really impossible to even try to save this dojo. It's really impossible. But what you guys also need to know is that Otai is really stubborn. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> so she rebu- so she her reply to this is that that this is this is this isn't about basically training anyone. This is basically about a ch- children saving some. This is literally what she says. This is about children saving something their parents cherish. And basically, she's saying, is there a reason that you need to save a dojo? Is that do you need a reason to do that? Do you need a reason to save something that your that your parents have cherished for so long and put their heart, their blood, sweat, and tears in? But Shimpachi. Okay, when you actually look at this channel, we kind of wonder, does Shinpachi actually really have good relationships with his father? Because he goes to say, what has father ever done for us? 
so it makes you kind of confused of is Shinpachi real does Shinpachi really have a good relationship with his father more than Otai or that's, was his father just a freeloader overall that that's that's something I've kind of always wondered throughout the series is because we we never we never we don't get a lot of flashbacks involving younger Otai and Shinpachi let let alone do we ever really see their father at all so right I, I wish we kind of got more of that because I I actually kind of think that'd be interesting. Just um, just my thoughts on it. Yeah. My conclusion is that he was so, he sort of had that point of view after his father died and left them with you know what's coming up next. Yeah. I think it'd be better explained after we talk about that part though. Yeah. So uh, we can go on to the next page, Jasmine. All right. So, so basically, as this whole little scene is going down, basically somebody literally kicks the door down. Uh-huh. Is is basically like I guess you could say he's like the pimp of the place because <laughs> well hey he's wearing a feather he's wearing a fur colored jacket but anyway he's like hey pay your money because <laughs> apparently because apparently this these um they owe money to this guy to pay off the dojo and they don't pay him. They either sell the do they had to sell the dojo basically. Yeah. And because they and apparently again, he's more like I guess you could say he's like the hitman mixed with a pimp. He's he's basically kind of a loan shark. Kind and, kind of a kind of a pimp, I guess. So we that we'll that we'll see that right. a little later. Now here's where I would like to jump in. Okay. It's, I'm sorry to step on you like this, Jason. It's actually not for the dojo, but this is where it comes to his father. The father was a very, very nice person, but it was too easy to take advantage of. The debt was actually somebody else's debt that their father took. Yeah, that's true. And she, she took that, said what he said, because, you know, his father was still willing to help people like that. Yeah. So, like, oh, why would you do something like that? And then, Nicky was sort of mad that his father did that and just left them with, mm. you know, that situation. Mm. More than that more than really the relationship that they had. That's a very good point. I mean, you did you did kind of skip a little bit ahead, but it, it's, it was, it's still a good point, though. Sorry, okay. No, no, that's fine, that's fine. Sorry. No, that's fine. You're awesome. But, uh... Eating candy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, obviously, yeah, it, it is, it is explained later, but he, uh, his father does owe money to this guy here. For whatever reason, we, I don't think we actually, I don't think we actually get a specific explanation about it. I wish we did, but whatever. Um, you can uh, you can do this next page if you like, Jay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you know, of course, here's Kentucky. Funny up the obvious. Oh, you guys have money. Dump on. <laughs> what? So they're like, no, we didn't. Our dad, oh, shut up. And so this guy, this guy, you will not like him. You will, he's sort of funny in the fact that he's so little and angry. And he's, he's just spazzing out. You would, you would laugh at him because of that, actually. Because he, he looks funny and he spazzes out at everything. He's just, he won't, he needs to take a chill pill. Yeah, no kidding. Like a bottle of chill pills. He's so, you know, they're they're trying to explain this to him, like, hey, you know, just wait, just wait, we're going to get in, and of course, you know, he's still yelling. 
still yelling. He's gonna break his jaw. And he looks to Okay. Is Demi you know, like Demi where you would sell this dojo if you guys didn't pay up? His condition was you guys have to pay to this debt every month or you have to sell your dojo. Pretty much what Colton had said earlier. Yeah. They were like, why don't you do it? It's just a stupid jo- dojo. Of course, he doesn't understand the meaning behind it, but then again, he's little and he's angry. He, he doesn't care. He cares about and he's, and he's more about money, so of course, the guy that's all about money does not care about the sentimental value of anything. Money and women, as we'll see later, but go but on. Because of that, uh, Otaye gives him a nice, I think, uh, right hook to the face. Mm-hmm. Not- right, yes, right hook. <laughs> and of course, the henchmen get her, or they hold her back a bit. Yeah. Which was... Which looks like a really... Just, just highly hard thing. Of course, Shinpachi, all he can do is yell. Uh, and this guy turns to You see him be even more of a jerk. And he goes, You think I want to hurt you because you're a girl? And you want to punch him. Hey, hey at least he doesn't discriminate. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying... I'm trying you're to have... You're defending him? I'm trying to have people sympathize with these characters. Even though they don't... He has well, I guess he doesn't even really have a name, so this I guess little angry green man does not know <laughs> it, it was a joke. Go on. And so you know he still looking all cold. Tries to tell him, "Oh, stop! That's enough." And then, of course, even though she was raised by a gorilla, she's still a girl. I won't talk on you. He talks in a way that you don't know whether it's a compliment or an insult. Yeah. Uh, it's still sort of speech. Of course, this guy's like freaking out because all of a sudden Gintoki comes out of nowhere and stops him. And uh, so then he decides to propose something that Otani work off the debt. By 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 doing what? <laughs> um, he uh, because apparently he has a new business that he's starting uh, called the Sexy Shabu Shabu Heaven. And Shinpachi exclaims, "Did you say sexy?" <laughs> like, d- depending on how you um say that, like, did you say sexy? <laughs> did you say sexy? Did you say sexy? Either way, it sounds like you're preferred it. <laughs> it it sounds like it sounds like um. Did you say sexy? <laughs> did you say sexy? <laughs> I I know, but um, basically, um, he states that it's a flying nightclub, and that technically they are. Prohibited in Edo, but but uh, the authorities don't go um, poking around in the sky, so I can do whatever the fuck I like. Which I you can't disagree with that logic. You really can't. That actually is pretty smart. It is pretty smart. It, you can't do something on the ground. It's best to put it on top. Put it on like levitate it above the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it on the ground. Make it fly. But right. but he continues on by saying that I brought in a few. Um, beautiful ladies from all kinds of planets, so there's a there's probably a lot of interspecies stuff going on up there. So it's not like this. I think that's not wrong. Well, well, let's face it. You know, I'm sure that kind of stuff happens. You know, I mean, of course, if it, it does happen. If it if it happens in Futurama, it happens in here, just off screen. Uh, but and can I also point something out as well. Yeah. Don't pick it up. There actually is a scene that's later on in this manga. That I might actually go into debt more, but 
it's a good thing you actually pointed that out because because when this guy says he brought beautiful ladies from all kinds of planets, when you actually look at the specific scene, they seem paired up with with that planet. Is that if that makes sense? Like like the same species stuff. Yeah, like if you see a human, most likely the woman that's with him is a human. Okay, are, are you saying that because there's a bunch of gorillas doing whatever later? What? No. <laughs> because because that's that's something I always thought was kind of unnecessary. With the gorillas that be there, I think that was just referencing her. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what this what's up with this series and gorillas. They have a weird obsession with gorillas. We don't understand. That. There's a weird but obsession with gorillas. Gorilla, so. There's a, there are weird obsessions with gorillas and stalkers. Yeah, they have like they love their stalkers in the thing. There are like three. There are like three, maybe four stalkers later on altogether in the series. And you'll probably come to love all of them. Oh yeah. They're all funny, but um, but yeah, basically this guy is saying that I, I I'd love to have you. You'd be a great addition. So you said it like you're saying it friendly. <laughs> I'd love to have you along. Have you along because, with the you team? Know, we're on such good terms. I can ask you like this. Yeah, can't can't you do this for me? You gotta take. I'd love to have you along. I'd, I'd love to have you along. It's 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 your JoJo or your dignity. Which which will it be? But basically, Shinpachi is obviously. You know, he is very opposed to this, that, you know, that, um, you know, he's, he's obviously opposed to Otai doing all of this. But Otai is like, okay, I'll do it. Huh? What? Nani? <laughs> no. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, uh, and obviously, uh, this, this sleazy guy here is all okay with that. And Shinpachi is wondering, you know, why are you doing this, you know? Haven't we done enough for this dojo? Sis, come back. But, uh, basically, Otai says that, you know, hey, Shinpachi, you're right. Nothing good's gonna come from saving this dojo, you know? It's only making us suffer. And, um, but on the next page, she, um, re- she, uh, she rebuttals that with, you know, it's also painful to let it go. Because we've had a, we've had a lot of good memories here, you know? Um, that fond memories are painful whether you keep them or let them go. So, uh, whether, you know, if, if we get rid of the dojo or keep it, either way, we're still gonna, we're still gonna suffer. And, um, I, I kinda like this little flashback panel that they have where, um, Otai is obviously beating the crap out of Shinpachi with these wooden swords, and it hit, their dad is just sitting there, uh, I'm assuming it's their dad, just sitting there laughing about it, like, ha ha ha, you kids! And you're beating the shit out of each other. More like sister being out, beating the crap out of brother. <laughs> yeah, all, all kids these days and their games. And their painful, bloody games. Oh yeah. But oh. also, the kids in this, in this also in the series are crazy violent. It's not weird. Oh, crazy violence. Very, very crazy violence. But it's um, not uncommon for somebody to bleed regularly in this anime and manga. Oh yeah, there's a lot of blood. Um. Whether it's from perverted nosebleeds or somebody being smacked in the face. Apparently there is really delicate noses in this. Apparently <laughs> they do. But, um, yeah, Otai, uh, like I said earlier, is basically saying that, uh, you know, it's it's going to be painful either way, so I, I might as well suffer trying to save the dojo. And Shinpachi just kind of looks at her in awe. And uh, you can go on to the next page if you like, Jasmine. Alright, so basically, of course, obviously, they drive off with Otai. And I also, 
I think it's a stress management thing because basically once this happens, they do a cutscene to Shinpachi training in the back of the dojo. I think he's just kind of swinging his sword to just kind of take his anger out on something. Right, that's why I think it was a stress management thing. Why used to see a lot of stuff that had to do with swordmanship or samurai or something along those lines? If they were mad or upset or they had this weird conflicting emotion, they would always go back, go into the back of the dojo and take a swing their sword or train. Well, I mean, but, well, I mean, I don't know. What else is there to do? I mean, you can punch back, but anyway. <laughs> I usually punch hello. But basically, he's complaining about this is where he gets this is where this is where it gets more confusing about his about how he feels about his dad. But basically, he's saying that his sister is stupid for doing this, and he's like always just saying that dad this, dad that. And he's like, dad, bro, did dad ever even do anything for that? He's like, all he did was play board games with us once in a while. And I'm like, and that's where you get even more confused about how the relationship with their father. Yeah. He just wants somebody to be angry at, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, it's, I think it's just somebody that, I think it's just there to set, to kind of get the, get the ball moving. Something. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they're, I don't know, it's kind of weird, like, how they have the, how this dad falls into play. But, and then, this is where Gintoki, you guys know, you guys actually watch this anime or read this manga, Gintoki is completely random. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he will actually stop. He will actually do something completely random out of the sky blue. So just in this moment, he asked him, like, basically, um, Shinbashi says, like, that his dad was, what, I guess, I guess he's saying that his dad was bald, or mentally bald in this, in this case. Can, can I stop, can I stop you right there? Um, what, what the fuck does mentally bald mean? I'm not sure. I think they mean when he says mentally bald. That's also a very weird translation. But it's, it's also that's that's the same translation in the um in on Crunchyroll subtitles too. So uh, it's 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 not it's not just a weird translation. That's that's like as far as, as far as I can tell, it's the actual line. Honestly, so. I think like there's up in Japan, there's some kind of reference to when being bald. I guess. Something. It's. It's kind of like when you're bald. You kind of. I guess you. It's kind of like how you lose your hair. Kind of like I guess when he says you're mentally bald, you basically are insane. I guess that's what he's saying. Something. I don't know. And I also something about being bald up in Japan that we need to look up later. Yeah. And yeah. also, also I thought it was kind of. It, it's not meant to actually be funny. It's it's indirectly funny, but <laughs> I kind of like it how everybody calls each other bald. But they're not actually bald. It's just it's just like their go to insult when they can't think of anything else. You bald You you well, well you're bald. <laughs> basically that kind of thing. But I, I see, yeah, I've seen it in other mangas and stuff. Like I hope you get bald. And, and there's this one she was constantly telling him like I hope you go bald and she was thinking this on go bald go bald go bald. Geez. It's it's like ball being bald is like the ultimate kind of shame over there in that country. I have Apparently, no something we don't know. I think we, I think it's just a gag that goes through every, that you'll find almost everywhere. See, I'm not sure if you can tell, but we're, none of us are Japanese, so we don't know. I know how to pronounce it in Japanese, in my Colton. <sighs> okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> good, good, continue. Well, okay. At this point in time, this is when Shinpachi realizes that not only is getting Toki. Still at the dojo, 
He made a cake. Which, he made that pretty fast, by the way. Right. This, this whole entire time is about a good 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> Yo, are we on, and this is a huge cake, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yo, five so, in Toki, honestly, um, he is a great cook. He really is, so he just doesn't like to cook. Because he's lazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's lazy, but he's really a good cook. <laughs> but, basically what happens is that he makes this huge cake, and Shinpachi's a little shocked. He's like, wait, are you still here? And why, wait, why are you even cooking? <laughs> and then, this is where Gintoki gets random again. And he says, I need to have sweets. I have hypoglycemia. Can, can, can I stop you right there for just a second? I want to point out that there's actually a contradiction here. Because... Because earlier in his big intro scene, he makes a big deal about how he has high blood sugar. Right, and, and now he's and talking he about how he doesn't get enough sugar in his he, diet. And he has he can only eat the sweets like once a week. And now here he's like, well, I have to eat sweets now and then. And I'll I, I guess I'll talk about this more in the translations. But um, just know that he has borderline it doesn't, diabetes. It doesn't help that um, that whoever translated this. Um, added in the word hypoglycemia because uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll explain more in the translation, but I just wanted to point that out, uh, foreshadow that for later. But don't. Yeah. Shimpachi basically is like, please, can you, can you at least make something easier, like a cupcake or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but basically, this is where they all say, this is where it like, suddenly gets serious. And Gintoki's like, aren't you even going to try to go after your sister? And he, and basically, this is where Shinpachi becomes a douchebag of the whole entire thing for, for a moment. He's like, I don't care, it was her decision. And then she goes, that, then he goes to say that she's just like their dad. That scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? Why? Because, because of Shinpachi says that, you know, hey, I guess she's, I guess she's really, like, like daughter, like father. So like, like yeah, or was it a strip joint? No, no, <laughs> no, that'd be awful. But no, um, no, I I say that because you know if 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 their father was anything like Otai, Jesus Christ, oh God, he was probably the I, he was probably the most abusive father ever, and that's that's probably why he doesn't like his father. Not but we don't know fully what what the situation well, of the family yeah. are. Well, I guess you're right. That is kind of the wrong word, but yeah, that's probably why he doesn't like his father because his father probably acted just like Otai. So he had two people probably beating him up. Or Otai acted just like him. Something I don't know, but go on. And then he can say that um, that he was like this is where the future reference comes in when basically he's saying that his dad was way too soft and he always had compa- he was very compassionate. That to the point that he actually was so, that he everybody was taken for granted to the point that he actually took on his own friend's debt and then died leaving the debt to them. Um, I do actually want to. There is a bit of a translation thing later that I do want to talk about with that, but I'm just foreshadowing that you can go on. And then, that, and then at that point in time, there is a little uh, flashback scene to them watching their father die as as they talk about that. But then to the next page, he said, basically, this is when Shibashi starts complaining about people overall. He's like, why is everybody so careless? It's like, he's like, I don't want, he's like, I don't want to be the, I don't want to do something righteous and then end up dying in the street. 
He said, and then basically, like, and then he goes to say, like, no matter um, how... I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but he's not saying it. That's He's having flashbacks back to his father's death, his presumable, his presumable death. Oh, oh, okay, uh, sorry. But, uh... Let's... No, go on. Oh, go ahead, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but, um... I don't know why I feel the need to do this, but I just wanted to kind of paraphrase that. He's basically saying that he doesn't want to die with just a bunch of righteous ideals by his side, you know. That he he doesn't want to, um, he doesn't want to die with just that. Because he, cause he, he feels that's a very dumb way to die. Yeah, and then, they got, then we kind of go into flashback mode of when they were kids. And their dad, their dad's showing them a picture, showing them, I think their first sword probably. I'm not very sure. I, I think he's just showing them a sword. I don't, I don't think we know whose sword that is. Yeah. And then, basically, I think, yeah, I think this is father talking. I'm not sure, yeah, it, but. It's his, it's his father talking because this is the same, this is part of the same flashback from literally the first page. Okay. I'm just making sure. But he's, but basically the dad is saying that, that no matter how many th- no matter how times have changed, there's something you should never forget. And then flashes back, which is a really nice transition, by the way, to what Otai literally just said, not not if not 20 minutes ago, saying this is about children saving what their parents cherish and whatnot. Just just a rebuttal. It could have been it could have been an hour ago. We have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea about the time frame here because. What happens that? It seems like 25 minutes, but in the state, it's, this could have been like three hours later. Time time moves very weirdly in this manga, but go on. Right, because like, it, it first seems like 15 minutes, and then it, we figure out it's like nighttime. <laughs> and we're like, so like 12 hours went by, apparently. Yeah. But anyway, during this, he, like, Gintoki is listening to all of this. And he basically, while he's eating his cake, by the way, <laughs> he's saying. Um, that kind of thinking will only hurt you nowadays. And then, as, as Kota said, that he wants, apparently he wants a, a smart and longer, he wants to live smarter and longer than both his parent, both his father and Otai. Because apparently they rush into everything without thinking. Because, because they, because they stick up for their ideals and Shinpachi kind of thinks here for a second that that's, that's not the right way to live, because it right. because it'll just end up screwing you over. Exactly, and then here comes Gitoki putting shades of the guy, say, "Well, honestly, you don't look all that smart." <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, yeah, he's basically kind of calling him a hypocrite. I right, which you gotta love Gitoki for, by the way, because he actually will point out crap that you say something, he will like basically point out that you are a hypocrite. That's, without saying it. <laughs> can I just say, that's something I really like about Gintoki's character, is that no matter how much of a dick he can be, he's actually a good listener, and he's actually very aware of his surroundings. He is. It's, it's just that he doesn't take action on it. Well, sometimes he does. He It truly depends on the situation. If, if, if he has enough respect for you, and he agrees with your ideals, he'll take action. Yeah. Which, and also... Which... I don't mean to bring up other series, but I think that kind of character trait makes them more likable than, say, uh, than, say, well, I was going to say both Goku and Luffy, but 
Well, I'm, I'm only comparing the three because, you know, Gintoki's not like other main shonen characters, you know, because he's because he's not as naive or um, inexperienced. Because as we find out later, Gintoki actually has a lot of life experience. A lot of it. Oh, yeah. A lot. Because he's the first not to show that he's. Because obviously he's already actually pretty grown up. Like he's he's already been through a lot. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, also, it, you guys watch the anime that actually will go in depth about his age. <laughs> um, I don't. Well, in depth, but they'll like give you a little hints of how old he is. I Sorachi has confirmed. He's <laughs> um, Sorachi does confirm later that Gintoki is in his twenties. He just he just never gives a specific age. Really? I thought he was in his twenties. <laughs> no, he's. Um, I can believe thirty. That I, that's what I used to think too, but. It's it comes straight from the gorilla himself. Well, then I always thought he was like early forties, late thirties. Oh no 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 forties no. forties hell no. Well no. Well hey, there's another character that is in his forties, but I can't. He doesn't even look like it. He looks like mid thirties. I I would believe. No, I wouldn't say mid thirties. I I would I would believe more mid twenties. Right. No, not mid twenties. I'd say. To me, I'd say late twenties. Really? Like he gets off the impression of that he, that he like he has the youth of a twenty-year-old, but he doesn't really look like one. I, well, obviously he's old enough. He drinks, so well, either, he's, either he's old enough to drink, or he's actually younger and he just doesn't give a shit. No, he's not that mature. Well, he's not mature, but I mean, I mean, he's he's too. He's not in the stage where he just doesn't seem like he could ever be. Nineteen right now, or younger than yeah, I mean, younger than tw- any younger than twenty five. Kintoki can actually be really mature when he wants to be, but he just messes it all up. I think Kintoki has still kind of keeps his childlike um, nature about him because oh, you, you know there is that thing where he's he believes in ghosts and he's scared of them and it's cute. Nope, spoiler alert! It's not a spoiler. <laughs> a lot of people are afraid of ghosts. Well. I- I guess I, I wouldn't know. I, something appeared in your room in the middle of the night when you were sleeping. It woke me up, and it was a scary, bloody face. Just screamed in your face. Wouldn't you be scared? I'm sorry. I was thinking about Gintoki watching Paranormal Activity. <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh no. Anyway, back to the manga. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to do the next page too? Oh, we we. Oh my God! We didn't finish this page yet. We, we haven't started on this page. Oh. My bad. Okay. Yeah, here's Jin standing up, trying to look all cool, giving him a speech. The Samurai doesn't need a reason to take action, which would explain a lot mm-hmm. later in the series. You know, and he said, well, do you love her? Do you love your sister? Shinpachi all teared up. You know, I actually did not notice he was crying. Really? <laughs> Right, I actually looked past that tear. I really didn't know the tear until just now. It's very small, but you can see it. And then my absolute favorite panel. And they're just riding, looking all badass on the moped. Yeah, because they're, they're on a mission to save Otai, but they look like they're just kind of cruising. They're on a mission, looking badass, but it's a moped. It's hard to look badass in a moped. I just, but go on. It's... I, Why am I laughing at this then? <laughs> well, I don't know. I want this as a... Look at hair is blown back. Because his hair's got blown back all cool. He's got the goggles. He's got just 
drone. That thing probably goes like 15 miles per hour. Or something. <laughs> and uh, they see the flyer, and they're the first squad departs at four. The time's on the first boat, so they got to get there on time. And I guess it's. It gets you hit to the time right now, so I guess it's about 4 p.m. Yeah, I guess it's almost 4 p.m. Because they're like, oh, this is happening! Can't you go any faster? Apparently this thing can. We have no idea how fast or slow this thing can go. Oh, no. Because it's gone as slow as, like, a simple walking speed. At, at least to in the end. As fast as, like, a race car. Something. Right. Like, there actually is a scene in the second episode, well, fourth, I guess you could say, where they meet another character. Spoiler. And... They end up hitting this character with the moped, and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 it's amazing. It's just like a magic moped. Anyway, so of course he actually goes, "No, I, I just got a speeding ticket." <laughs> I was the thing that's fast enough to get a speeding ticket. Something. Right. So the your dignity. <laughs> My sister's dignity is on the line. Relax, it's only your dignity. <laughs> and of course, we have flying police cars in here. Can, can I point this out? They apparently cars in the series can hover, but they do they do this for like a volume and a half, and, they, and then you don't they see just turn ca- to regular cars. Yeah, they, they just kind of turn into regular cars. Like this is like one or two times you see these cars hover. It's too much trouble. And he almost he always realized that it's not even regular cars; it's always police cars that are the ones that are hovering. Yeah. Like, I, like, I've never seen one original car that's just a random person was driving that was hovering. Yeah. But, uh, don't. But, uh, you know, the police are yelling at him. Not that you're speeding. You're not wearing a helmet, so. <laughs> at Gen, because Gen has to look cool, and, uh, Shinpachi has the only helmet. And, of course, Gen's smart ass response is okay, I've got a hard head. <laughs> that's the issue! <laughs> it's, it's the law. And then Gin decides to headbutt a police officer. See, my head is hard. <laughs> ah, I'm a bloody nose. See, sense of noses. Yeah. These guys have like seriously delicate noses to the point that even the slightest, even the simplest of slaps will like break your nose. <laughs> see, you know, so you the ship's already set off, and they see it pretty nice distance away up in the sky, and you know it's too late. But we they keep going. They're trying to figure out what to do, and the police car is still following them. So, of course, Gin has that look in his eye. Gleam. I, I like that panel, by the way. He, just that simple... He's just like, thing. I have an idea. Idea. I, I don't think they do that in the anime. It would have been kind of funny. He kind of just looks at it, it stares. Yeah. They don't, they don't do the sound effect, gleam, but he just stares at it. <laughs> but <laughs> then it cuts off to Otae and Trini. Yep, you know, her, her orientation. Greeting. And of course the jerk is there yelling at her, you're not doing it right. You gotta do it this way. And yeah. so she grabs his face and she's like, how about smiling like this? Is this smile doing it for you, schmuck? <laughs> I like that they use schmuck. I, I think that's just the translation thing. My grandpa uses schmuck. I like that word, schmuck. Because it's so old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Anyway. So he's instructing her, like, give them the cheap food, make sure to smile like this, make sure to do this, don't look like that, and make some freaking money. You try to tell me how to run my business? I mean, she didn't even say anything. That's true. She doesn't even say anything, but he's like, oh, you want to tell me how to run my business? Okay, then. Okay, then. 
Come on, let's make a dojo. Fuck, it looks like he's about to rape her. Uh, that's basically what he's gonna do. And, and of course, know. you know, she's, she's like, except for some reason her strength isn't coming into play here, so she's just... Screaming. Yeah, she could have easily beaten the shit out of her. Right, that's the weird part well, about Otai. It gets she... on and off when she's angry. It's only brought up, it's like the Hulk. Like, Kentucky and Shisachi don't need to save her. Otai could have just saved herself. Right, there's so many times when she could have saved herself. And, like, she improved it. When she, even when she's not mad, if she wants to slap you, she, like, she ends up, like, making you fly. If she slaps you, all your teeth come out. Ugh. But right. I guess, I guess, again, Toki and Shinpachi being the two main characters at this point kind of need to show off how cool they are and stuff. I guess. Because we all know that Otai can easily, easily beat this guy up and leave. Oh, yeah. She doesn't have to take this. She's a strong... Literally strong woman. Right. Which, um, I, I want to go off on a tangent really quickly. I like, I like, um, all the women characters in Yintama. A lot. Very nicely written. But, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see that later. Alright. I want to do that next week. <laughs> Alright. Um. Happy about it. <laughs> but anyway. Next, we, um, the, the guy. Um, has a exclamation point and question mark right next to him because um, he hears he, a noise. Yeah, he hears a noise and he slowly turns back and he's like, "Wait, what? Why? Why? What?" Nice sound effect. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, some car crashes into the ship and here's the panel I was talking about earlier about with the gorillas. I don't know. I always found that scene kind of weird. And then um, trying to hear to everybody's taste. <laughs> you know, we we got to give something to the guys who like gorillas. Yeah, because there are a lot of gorillas going on in here. Like, actually, there's a specific character in this anime, in the anime and the manga, that they always reference him as Gorilla. Well, we will see him later. Yeah, well, we'll see him later, but they always call him Gorilla. Like, they never go about, go around it. Like, with the gorilla, for, like, Otai, they call her, like, the darn gorilla that stays there for, like, one volume. Yeah, but, um, anyway... This guy is obviously very um, shocked at what happened. He's like, uh, all of his henchmen come in. He's like, sir, what's going on? Oh, man, something crashed into our ship. Oh, and they're like, oh, no, it's the Popo. That's not what they actually say. Please don't say Popo. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, uh, it's a police car. Um, they're on to us. And then uh, we see somebody's boot uh, clomping onto the scene, because that's, that's the sound effect they use, clomp. And, uh... You know, he's telling them, hey, don't worry, it's just a rental. We're not actually the police. Uh, hello, um, I am Ajad's Gin. And, uh, Shinpachi's like, sis, you, are you done with your employee orientation yet? By the way, this is a really cliche opening. <laughs> this is a really cliche opening. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like this opening, because he's so forced. <laughs> really? I, I, I don't have a problem with it, personally. I mean, it's a it's a shonen manga, so shonen manga usually try to go for more flashy entrances. Otherwise, you can't because you know most most of this manga, you know, anything running in shonen jump is usually geared towards like preteens, anywhere between anywhere between like preteens, maybe before their twenties. So, you know, it, you got to make this stuff look cool. I mean, yeah, like when they crashed into the with the car, I thought that was fantastic, but then. Like, and then I'm like, okay, again, nice way to introduce yourself. And then you got Shinpachi over here saying, like, 
are you done with orientation yet? I'm like, what? I'll bring this up in the translations segment, but he is referring to something else in the original line, but I'll bring that up later. But uh, obviously, Otai is very uh, shocked that Shinpachi is here, and uh, the loan shark here is like, what are you doing here, crashing into my ship? And then uh, Shinpachi's like, well, I'm here to take my sister back. And Lone Shark's like, nah, it's, it's too late. She's already working for me now. You know, don't... Uh, don't you think your uh, dojo will be safer like this, you know, with your sister making money? And Shinpachi says, word for word, I don't give a hoot about the dojo. It's such a weird word to use. I, I like all the wording in this chapter so far. Schmuck, hoot. Um, but, you know, he doesn't care about the dojo, you know. He wants a dojo where his sister is laughing and smiling. And if he can't have that, then I'd rather lose the dojo. Especially if my sister's crying. And Otai is very touched, obviously. And um, the, the loan shark um, gathers all of his henchmen and he has them surrounded. And he's like, oh, do you think the two of you can beat all the rest of us? Get him! Um, go on, Justin. Alright, so basically, it's more of a, it's like a mob moment when the three, the three superheroes, well, three heroes are, well, two heroes, sorry. Yeah, both of the place. Are well, surrounded. Well, it should be three, because Otai should be able to do something against all these guys again. I'm sorry, go on. Right, that's why I'm saying three, but they have a change of two. Uh-huh. Because of the way that it's shown. <laughs> but, basically, Gitoki becomes all heroic and says, you, like, I'll distract them. Go ahead and find an escape pod and get out. Because, because on every flying ship, there's an escape pod. Right, apparently I, I, so. I like it how they just assume that. Right, they they don't even they don't even go on upon they're like automatically if it's flying it has to have an escape pod. <laughs> but anyway, basically they're worried about Gintoki not being able to make it, and they're like he's like don't worry about me, worry about your sister. So basically he pulls out his wooden sword, mm-hmm. and Mister Reaper over here, <laughs> Mister Stark slash Pimp. Right, I call, him, I call him the pimp. He basically he's like, stop talking, just kill the dude. And of course, Gintoki is a master of swordsmanship. It gets on the whoosh, bam. Yes, so yes, he actually they actually made the, the noise whoosh and swoon. <laughs> but not, but not before there's a thump. Right. So basically, he's so, he's like the most awesomest swordsman, shit, the swordsman they ever seen. And he's beating the crap out of them, and they're shocked that they don't even know like how this guy's able to move so quickly or so well. And Shimpachi and Otai are very shocked that about how he doesn't even have style of how he fights, but he's crazy strong. Yeah, that he he's just he's just kind of beating them up. That there's as as far as we know, he doesn't really have much of a technique to it. He just he just beats the shit out of people. Right. So apparently he messes up Shimpachi's name. They call him Shinichi. <laughs> Go, Shinichi! See, that's another gag I'm glad that they didn't stick with. Not, not that they really do it more than once, but I don't know. And then, of course, Shinpachi, just like any person would, they're going to correct them. Correct if anybody messes up their name. I know the feeling. People mess up my name all the time. But yeah. I think it's Chase's turn. And so, of course, you know, they're running away. And I'll tell you, being oddly sweet. What about him? What about Gin? There's too many of them. Leave him behind. 
You could die. It's okay. Well, he said it was cool. Well, well, I don't, I don't think he's like that. Well, but <laughs> you, you, that's, you're really paraphrasing. Yeah, you're really. But it's funny. It, well, he does it later, like, but. Once you once you get to know him, then he says, "Yeah, it's okay." Well, cool. well, they're still getting to know him, so. So for now, it, they don't want him to die. Yeah, for now, they're worried about him, and they actually, you know, see something in him. And then they get to know him. Oh, and this is where they actually start breaking the fourth wall. Being all inspirational, I know he'll come back. I feel he has it in him. Just like father told me. And then my favorite part. And this is where they start breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> I I. Of course, the time what? And here's Gintoki running like a bat out of hell as fast as he possibly can with like, his whole army behind him. Like a bitch. You're right. He's back. That must have been hard for him. Harder than we thought. Hey! You play protect this for one page! Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Shut it! That page is a long time for a mega artist. Uh, and more, more non-existent fourth wall breaking. And right. Just taking it down. Just bashing right into it. Right. You don't care. <laughs> so, you know, now... Again, went from being the brave protector to running alongside, but then actually running ahead of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for the escape pod now, and they get into I don't, uh, the engine room. Mm-hmm. And it's a dead end. The guys catch up to him, and guns here out of nowhere. And what's funny is that this guy's still bleeding. Yeah. Like, he still has a pretty nice nosebleed. Mm-hmm. And so he got hit that hard, and so this guy's trying to mock him. Oh, how pathetic. Ha, ha, ha. Stupid samurai. Can't protect the little girl. You guys can't protect Squat now. You know, and... Like, this place belongs to the Amato. And he goes, are you kidding me? Like, I already... I already know what I want to protect. It, of course, he, he goes into his inspirational little speech. Um... One of the moments where he's actually serious. Oh, yeah. You know... I have... I know what I want to protect. I couldn't protect them all. That's... That's some very big foreshadowing for later, but come on. Right, that is really big. I've, Anything left. Mm-hmm. Like, but if something drops right in front of me, I want to pick it up. You happy samurai. I don't know if happy. Did you say happy? Sappy. You happy samurai. <laughs> You're so happy. Shut up. You know, after losing whatever you just lost. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in, like, the... <laughs> in the kintama. <laughs> I, uh, I... I couldn't protect them all, but that's okay. Kintama! <laughs> You're all happy. It's all good. But, go on. <coughs> and so, of course, he goes, oh, well, I don't care. I'm going to shoot you anyway. And all of a sudden, Gin becomes this little acrobat, and he's, like, scooting his ass up the, uh, <laughs> one of the cords to the engine room. No, he's climbing it. Don't shoot at him. Or shoot the engine core. He's like, what's important to my customers is important to me. And I'll do anything to protect it. And he gets all crazy, stupid, and just goes, he turns that uh, wooden sword into a real sword, like a super magic weapon, and somehow splits open this power board. It just busts it, and everybody is screaming, He really did it! Like, you were so stupid! <laughs> and because of that, it's the power board. If that's not working, then the ship falls out of the sky, and it is not falling out of the sky. Yeah. And of course, get, why, what is this floating feeling? I feel like... <laughs> Is this falling? Are we falling? <laughs> and also, can I point out that Gintoki's sword is like the magic sword. Despite it being pure wood, this thing can actually like slice a person's arm off. And and where it comes from, yeah. 
if we figure out where this sword comes from, it will piss you off. <laughs> I I actually believed um oh uh, like Toya. I I wanna I I wanna I I know we haven't met the character yet. We'll we'll actually meet him next chapter. But he makes friends with the person named Hasegawa later. And um, Hasegawa is stupid enough to believe him when Gintoki tells him uh, that he bought the sword from a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I always like that, but go on. But when you figure out where he actually got the sword, it will piss you off so much that you wonder how this even happened. It's, <laughs> like how this specific sword was even able to do the stuff it's been doing. I, I chalk it up to Gintoki's the main character. Right. His main character power. He, he takes advantage of that power a lot. So yeah, like Jay said, they're commenting on how um, good good thing we were over water, and we didn't think about oh how um, we could have actually crashed into the city and um, died. A- and died, and that this whole this whole manga would have been like a one shot story, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but they're basically um, Sh- uh, Shinpachi and Otai are uh, are obviously just climbed out of the climbed out of the ocean and. Um, they're commenting on how, um, you know, that guy's a really reckless samurai, but he saved us, though. And while they're talking, uh, Gintoki is arguing with the police officer that he headbutted earlier. And um, <laughs> he's obviously going to get arrested, but he's questioning, well, why I protected the public morals of Edo? And he's like, well, who, who cares if I borrowed your police car? Borrowed. Um, <laughs> borrowed, um, you stole it, and you messed up my face. You're a thief. <laughs> and um, he insults the police officer by saying, well, you know, your face was ruined to begin with. Actually, <laughs> actually you look a lot better now. He's like, well, really? Where? And um, Shinpachi just kind of looks out to the ocean, and he's about to ask his sister something, and Otai's like, just just go. You, I know you see something hit him. Some, some, something. Just, just go, 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 and find your sword, or yourself. You know, go on a spiritual journey with this guy. And um, Otai's like, I'll, I'll find my own path. Don't worry, I won't do this kind of shit anymore. I, I'll be safe. Plus, I don't want to see you cry like a bitch either. That's not what he says, but I don't see you cry. And in the whole background, um, there's like Gin and this police officer, officer still yelling at each other. Oh uh, well, not before um, Chinpachi uh, flashes back to. The first page, again, you know, flashes back to what his father told him in Otai, that even if it comes time, time to put down your weapon, you must never give up the sword in your soul. Basically telling you, you, you can't lose yourself. You should always keep your sense of self. And Shinpachi kind of has some more narration here near the end, where he goes, uh, Father, I, I don't know what this guy's soul look is like, but it's hard to see, but I think I think I see something shining here. And I'd like to see where this goes. And Shinpachi runs off to... Uh, it looks like a very nice scene. It's all inspirational. But when you see what happens in the background, it kind of defeats the purpose. Because, you know, Gintoki's beating the shit out of all these policemen trying to resist arrest. <laughs> and uh, that is the end of Chapter 1. And where adventure begins? Until, spoiler, spoiler alert, two weeks, about two weeks later, he questions, you know, his decisions in life. But we'll get to that next episode. Uh... Thoughts on the chapter? That took way too long to read. Oh, it did, but I can... I'll I'll try to edit it. I kind of expected this episode to be really long anyway, but, uh... Any any thoughts? Like, um... 
how how was the chapter as a whole? Like, was it a? I think it was a great introduction. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask. Do you think it was a was it a good um, introduction to the series? You really did take a lot of notes. I did. Don't tell them that I took notes. He took notes. Yeah, I took notes. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think of the characters? Do you, Do you think they're funny so far? I want Kentucky. Like, okay. I want a Kentucky. Okay. Like, and I also want one of those cheetah pets. You mean you mean you mean the ambassadors from Chatteron? And I want one of them as a pet. Really? Okay, so, you, so you're not being a cheetah pet as in the flower pot. Because you said that's a chia. I want a chia. You said chia. Ambassador. That's, that's, that's what I. That. I'm going to call him Fluffy, and he will be in a cage in my room. That's that's what I thought you said too. Like I think you said cheetah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna get a chia pet. Ooh, ooh, could you imagine a Gintoki chia pet? That would be weird. And like, it could. It you could, would have to turn it so that way it looks more like. You could, or you could keep him. It, it, work. You could keep him like that and make it look like he just got out of an explosion. Um, but uh, yeah, Jasmine, what are your thoughts? You haven't said much yet about the chapter overall. Well, I'm gonna say this now because I have watched the anime before I actually read the manga. I'm gonna say this now. This actually, I mean, I'm praising the anime more than I should. No, that's <laughs> but, okay. I'm, I'm probably gonna do the same thing too. Yeah, like the anime actually took, actually did a really good job of doing this as a really good inter- introduction. Even though in actual retrospect, this was the third episode of yeah. the anime. Yeah, because because they did that stupid two part episode filler thing where they try to introduce all the characters. At once. Not, none of the gags are really funny, except for um. Well, I'll I'll save it. I'll save it for the anime comparison discussion. We'll, we'll save that for the anime <laughs> discussion. But what, what did you think about this as a as 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 just a manga chapter? As a manga chapter, I thought it was really well played out because okay. not only did we get to see like because we actually had a little bit of character development overall, we get to see like how how things were in the past and so forth. But the only thing that I had to complain about is that if I was a if I read this first, uh huh. I actually would have thought this be from the eyes of Shinpachi and Shinpachi only. Well, I mean, I you you could kind of argue that some of it is from Shinpachi's um, perspective. I don't I don't think that's completely out of the question. Honestly, yeah, much of this is from Gin's perspective. But yeah, you don't really need much of Gin's perspective, though. No, you don't, because I think he's, he's just it happens as you see it. There's not much underneath. I, There's not much explanation needed. I, I I think I think the whole point of the chapter was to kind of show off Kintoki as a character from from the eyes of Shinpachi, who is obviously who is obviously very um, not impressionable, but he's unlike Kintoki, as we find out later. Kintoki is obviously very experienced. He's actually he's he's been through a lot in his life, and Shinpachi's only in his teens, as Sarachi uh, confirms later. So. I think it's very nice that um, Shinpachi is finally finding somebody that that he'll end up kind of looking up to later, even even though he does kind of fight with them a lot. But still, when you actually look at it as a whole, it does kind of seem like, well, okay, so we're seeing this from Shinpachi's eyes, and we're going to see more character, more development on Shinpachi. But then, again, actually, but if you're a reader or, or a watcher, if, and you if start watching it, you start realizing that it's just like you're following the adventures of them. Yeah, it's 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 not just um because well, 
you do find out that um, Gintoki and Shinpachi and our third main character, who we will meet a little later, they're all the main characters, but we, we actually also learn later in another arc that um, it's really every character that makes the show, you know? I mean, it, the show, the, the series overall wouldn't be as funny if it were just the three of them. They're all funny, but they wouldn't be as funny if they didn't have all these other characters who we'll meet later to play off of. And I'm, I'm sure the both of you can agree with that. Yeah. Did, did you think any of the gags in the first chapter were funny? They were really okay. But again, I want to say this now. Like, again, I actually had to take, it took me a little bit of time to actually get into this anime. Because the comedy is not really all that, not really all that there until like, what, episode 13? Yeah, I, I think I think the comedy really steps up when um, Sirachi starts doing more slapstick, when he starts doing more physical right. gags. Right. Because a lot of this is just dialogue, for the most part. There's not a lot of physical comedy, except for maybe Shinpachi getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's it. So, like, again, it's and, a, like... Well, I was going to say, and also Otai beating up Gintoki, and that's kind of about it. Right, so, like, literally, when you watch kind of stuff like that, it does kind of grow bored, it kind of grows old really quickly. A bit. So that's why, that's why I said, it takes a while for a person to actually get into it. I had a friend who, um, I asked about if he ever tried Gintama, and he told me he did, and at first, what he told me was, um, I stopped when they introduced space hookers, and I'm like, <laughs> what does that mean? Because I'm thinking he got up to, um, for fans who already know and seen this arc, um, the Yoshiwara arc. But then I realized he was talking about the first chapter, this first chapter that we just read. That he literally stopped at the first chapter, which I could understand, but at the same time, I don't care what series it is. I personally, have, I personally feel like you should read past the first chapter of anything to try to get a feel for the series. So. I Sorry to cut you off. It's just that, in my opinion, I believe that you should at least read one volume, if not at least two, to fully get the concept of a manga. Yeah. Because I have a moment. Because I used to be like, I used to be like, if I don't like it, then I'm not gonna like it. If I don't like what I see, I don't like. I'm not gonna like it. I haven't proven that wrong with manga. Yeah. There had a manga where I thought it looked weird, and when I read it, I absolutely loved it. But I had to keep reading it to fully get into it. So there are, so this is kind of, it is going to be really slow for a beginning. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the beginning of the series is kind of slow, and the humor is very dry for most of, for pretty much all of this first volume. Right. It's very, very dry. So, it's going to take a while for you to actually get into it, but then, like, around. Or the anime is like probably episode thirteen. I'm not sure which chapter that will be in manga. That, in manga. That would, I think if if I if I think I know what episode you're talking about, that's probably around like near the beginning of volume three. Probably. I'm just using that as an example, but once it gets like around there, that's when everything starts actually becoming really funny. That's that's when like you start to actually feel something for these characters, and you actually. That, that's where a lot of more of the comedy comes in. That's when Sirachi starts kind of experimenting with more than just um, gags involving the dialogue and stuff. Right, because at this point in time, you actually start feeling an emotion towards the characters. 
but you actually feel kind of like a bond with them. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't want to see anything bad happen to these characters. Like, you, you right. feel... Right. Trust me. I actually did really like this day because, like, I, I, I was really scared to give it a short, give it a chance. And when Colton showed me, and I actually started watching show, uh, started watching episodes, you could tell that I was getting so into this that if something bad happens to them, I would like flip out. <laughs> oh yeah, I do that too. Like, I'll, I'll th- that'll that'll happen a lot more later. Trust me. Trust me, uh, you guys. You ever watch, especially you watch the anime? You guys are gonna flip your leg. You're gonna, no, this cannot happen. No. I actually want to bring up two more things. Um, the, the least important thing being, uh, what, what what do you think of the character designs for the Amanto so far? Like, because I see a lot of fans generally not hating, but people aren't very impressed with a lot of Sirachi's Amanto designs because, you know, they're supposed to be aliens. And you would think that some of these aliens would look a little more alien-like, but instead we have, like, green people... And we have, like, anthropomorphic animals, which really aren't that creative, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I feel like Sarashi's kind of lazy, especially later on with a lot of these Amanto designs. But that's just well, my opinion. I'm not sure how you feel, Jasmine. Well, for my opinion on it, is that people have a different interpretation on alias, just like how people have a different interpretation on, like, how vampires work. That's, okay. Uh, I, I can accept Some that. people want to fuck them, or just think they're scary. Right. Some people like to make aliens look like, if you watch the movie Signs, the aliens have slender face, big eyes, and claws for, and claws for hands. Uh-huh. E.T. Um, um. Right. And then you got E.T. who looks like a really wrinkly, leathery creature. No, no offense, E.T. But... Uh, I, I wish, <clears throat> I wish there was a race of Amanto in Gintama that looked at all of like E.T., because they already make a bunch of references to other big movies like Star Wars and, and Indiana Jones and stuff, kind of. So, what, what's stopping them from uh, referencing other Steven Spielberg works? It's just that when it comes to the show that everybody has a different interpretation of aliens. I mean, yeah, he could go ahead and complain. They could go ahead and complain about how what they look like. I mean, yes, they kind of do like they kind of look like I guess you could say a furry. They kind of do look kind of like that. But then you also gotta realize that you, what did you you can't really you don't really have much to work with when you when you bring up the word alien you don't got much to work with. As 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 far as I know, I think Sirachi already kind of had a hard time trying to get used to a um, weekly series in general. So maybe he just kind of cut corners with that, just because yeah. just because maybe he had a hard time trying to get used to a weekly serialization at this point. Yeah, but. Again, it's also very hard to even make alien because again, everybody thinks of alien to be this specific thing. If not, they automatically go straight to EP. They're like, "Oh, it has to look this kind of way." So, all right, um, we have gone too far with this. Um, I, I have, um, I have one more question, and that is, um, are what are our thoughts on Gin Toki as a character? Jay. <laughs> You don't want to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> do you think he's hot? Yeah. Okay, well, Jay thinks he's hot. What about... Is that all you have to say? No. Well, what else do you think? I'm so, so the thing about the series is that there is a big female fan base, and uh, there are a lot of females like Jay here... Oh, who ...who are... Um, well, she's, she's not really the best example, but... 
she's kind of the more minimalistic example of um, of um, how um, how into the male characters these women can get. Because, but I'm also being slightly realistic in the fact that while I admire him as a hero character, sort of, and, and while he can play that cool guy, his I also seriously applaud Shinpachi. I feel like he should be getting a medal or something to well, I mean, deal with Gin's personality on a day-to-day basis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I really do feel kind of bad for Shinpachi a bit. But, um... For some reason, he enjoys it. Like, in the end, at the end of the day, even though he gets so mad, or, you know, all this stuff happens, he still, honestly, likes being around him. yeah. I would, I would be out within, like, two days. Oh, yeah. Like, well, d- day and a half. Th- like, hour. Three, hours. Three hours. Like, you... Two minutes. Stop picking your nose. Just... <laughs> like... Well, I mean, I wouldn't care about that. Just don't do it in front of me. Um, but anyway, um, wh- what do you think of him as a character, Jasmine? Honestly, okay, you already know he's not my favorite character. I already have, I already picked out who my favorite character is. So okay, he's he's not your favorite character. That's that's, that's very like, odd, but that's no, you already know who my favorite character is. You already know this. So just <laughs> oh, yeah, but do, you you like Gintoki. There's no way you don't. I didn't say I didn't like Gintoki, but what happens is that he's he is a very admi- admire. I cannot say this word. Ad- admirable. Yes, thank you. <laughs> he's a. I can't say it again. <laughs> Ad, he's a very admirable character. He's a very admirable. Ad- adorable. No, he's a very loving character. There we go. <laughs> I guess. Hold on, hold on. I don't think Intoki's loving. <laughs> Is he more like lovable? I said lovable. Oh, I thought you said loving. No. I was say, that is not his character. The only thing he is loving to is his dessert. Or, or, or the weather girl. He's a very... Girl. <laughs> he's a very <laughs> lovable character, and he's he's very easy to admire. No matter how a douchebag he could be, douchebag kind of love him for more. Well, I, I guess he can be kind of a douchebag. Jim Toki is a lovable douchebag. Except douchebags are more a people. Douchebags douche are more people. By the way, this is the one thing I learned in my uh, mythology class back in high school. <laughs> Is um, something my teacher told me that, that the difference between douchebags and assholes are that douchebags don't know that they're acting the way they do because they think that everything everything's cool and that nobody has a problem with the way they act, so they keep acting the way they act. Oh, so Gintoki is really a lovable asshole. Yeah, Gintoki, I think he knows how he acts. He he's aware of how he acts, so I think he's more of a sort asshole. of. I think it's half and half. Happen. I, 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 I guess, but I would still call him more of an asshole. That's just my opinion. But uh, he's that type of guy where you say, "Don't worry, don't worry." Once you get to know him, yeah. Uh, Are you some of characters that you like? When you first see, he looks bland. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually see him in action, or see him, or see him, when you actually see him in action, you're like, "What the heck is wrong with this person?" And then we actually start getting to know him. That's when you're just like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> I, I think compared to other shonen main characters, again he's, he's very different. He's very different, like because you know, like with Luffy or Goku or uh, he has flaws. Well, yeah, he he does have. Well, um, I don't know. 
I, 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 I don't know. He's all floss. He, he has, he's all floss. Let's he's be all floss with if some it, bravery in there. If stupidity. it, if it weren't for the fact that he's a main character, he, he'd it, probably be a bum. Oh, he, he's already a bum. No, we don't see him as a bum. Oh yeah, well, okay, I know what you mean now. I think like well, let, let's compare him to Goku because obviously Goku's very. Uh, we're gonna put him. Just, we're gonna make him feel bad. No, no, I, I think mean we could actually make the actual character no, feel I, bad. If well, we, if unlike the both of you, I actually like Dragon Ball a lot. And I actually really like Goku just because, um, you know... No, I mean, make him feel bad because he's an asshole. I, I don't think Gintoki would give a shit. I'm waiting for you to stop him. Sorry. But, uh... <laughs> anyway... You had that coming. Anyway, um... I, I'm going to compare him to Goku a little bit here and say that um, I'm, G- Goku is obviously very overpowered. And um, no, no matter what, you know, even when he has limits, he, he'll overcome those limits. But I, I feel like compared to Gintoki, Gintoki has a lot of flaws that I guess he kind of overcomes them. But what I'm trying to say is that Goku starts out as a very naive little boy and he doesn't know much about the world. Until this, until this blue-haired girl comes, and they go on an adventure. Gintoki, from what we know, he he's all obviously, as we'll see later, and what they kind of foreshadow in the chapter is that um, he he already kind of knows a, a little. He's been around the block, he, you know. He's he's in his twenties, so he's obviously very. He's he also he kind of knows about the world. He he's been he's already been through a lot, you know. And he's been through enough to where. He can give people advice, albeit I don't know whether it's good or bad, but he he can still give people some kind of good advice sometimes. He's also very um, he's also kind he's a, he's very adult what he wants to be also. But then he ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> he he at least he tries to be more adult. But but just just something happens. Something yeah. I, I think he's a lot more likable just because he's not the typical annoying shonen main character where they're always like, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on an adventure and I, I, I have a goal in life, but nobody in Gintama has a goal in life. Ever. I think it's there to be there. Yeah, that main protagonist is either, like, I have this great goal and I'm all hyped up and I'm naive right now, but I'll get I'm so excited for a new adventure! And I will learn things along the way and it'll be amazing. Or it's that, oh, I'm totally freaking broken inside. There's nothing to me. There's yeah. nothing that's going to happen. And then later it comes to the realization that, oh, there was something inside me all along. I can love again. Which I really hate about characters. When they do that crap, it's, ugh. It's Those are the two main kinds. In Tokyo's more like, I'm here, deal with it, I'm going to do this. I want straight hair. Right, that's literally <laughs> done. Like, that's like, I want straight hair. Probably you're just, that's it. I'm going to pick my nose, and um, you're going to give me money, because I need money. I want my strawberry milk. I want my I want my strawberry milk. Um, but but really to paraphrase, Gintoki's very different, and but he's a good different, and I really like that about his character. It's like a refreshing. It's very a nice yeah. change of pace that I think a lot of people should see. Yeah, I don't feel like I feel like a lot of people would be turned off by this manga, honestly, which is unfortunate. It, it kind of shows because again, you need a certain sense of humor, I guess. I guess. I mean, I can understand if you don't think the humor in this first volume is 
very funny at all, because Sirachi's kind of really finding his way, finding some way to really kind of keep things fresh and kind of make sure that things are humorous and enjoyable. But uh, I think Sirachi learns later on how to execute all this very properly. But I think overall the chapter was good. Everybody yeah. like it? Yep. Okay. Actually, after reading this through again, I actually think I, I appreciate this chapter a lot more. I'm not sure about you guys. I think it's just as funny. Okay. It's just as funny reading it again. Okay. Well, um, with that, I think we're going to go on to our next segment. Uh, this is going to be our anime and manga comparison segment, where we compare the anime to the manga. Weird thing about the anime, as we said earlier, was that um, this is technically not the first episode of the anime. It airs at epi- as it airs at epi- as episode three because of the uh, two-part filler episode that they have before that, which I do, of Gintama special. I I do not think it's funny. I'm sorry. I do not like it. I basically, what they're trying to do in these one when this one and two parter is that they're basically trying to introduce all the characters at once. Yeah, but I thought it was hilarious. I thought the very beginning, that very first minute. Oh yeah, that he's like running through the bamboo, and then he's like. Choo! I okay. I I will agree. Everything before the opening, before the opening theme is very funny. I think I think it um really introduces the Odd Jobs trio very well. Um, honestly, the one gag I found funny in that entire two episodes was um, I think Sachan's trying to teach that one guy how to become a sadist or something. I I don't know. Like it's it's implied that they're both doing it, but but it turns out it's not. That but. <laughs> that she's trying to tie him up, trying to teach him how to be a sadist or something. Just I do it like this. And then... Hog tie him, basically, from a tree. <laughs> Alright, so uh, there are actually a few little differences with the anime. And one that I kind of noted is that in the manga, you know, Gintoki's eating his cake, but he still has, like, a whole cake left by the time he um, stands up. In If you notice in the anime... Um, well, he still has a piece left. He does that thing like in cartoons where you hammer, cut... Just shoves it in the hammer space. Well, I was going to say, it would have been a lot funnier if he tried to give a piece to Shinpachi, if Shinpachi asked for a piece, and like, Gintoki cuts him a piece, and then he takes the whole cake and eats it, like in cartoons. Oh, you mean like when he picks the whole thing up and like gulps it yeah. down? Yeah, he's like, here's Shinpachi, here's oh, a and here's has piece the, for the you. cake shape in his neck before he swallows it. Yeah, it. yeah. Right, uh, so and it's like this weird morphed out like, throat in his body, just like this weird cannonball to his stomach. <laughs> then that wouldn't really be much. <laughs> well, I mean, the anime's already kind of cartoony sometimes anyway, what with explosions, after explosions, you kind of come out all charred and smoky. Because they do that kind of shit, too. But uh, I, I thought that was kind of interesting how Gintoki actually tries to finish off all of his cake in the anime. And then there's the scene where... Um, where they're trying to drive off to the flying ship, and the police catch up to him, and they tell him to pull over. In the anime, the policeman kind of comes off more concerned for Gintoki's safety. He's kind of like, hey, man, I'm just looking out for you. Why can't you just put on a helmet, man? Come on. I'm just looking out for you. <laughs> Which kind of makes me um, feel more sorry for the policeman when Gintoki headbutts him. No. You know who you feel more sorry for? Huh, who? 
later on in the series when Yasuki was a total douchebag to all those drivers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny yet sad. I felt so sorry for them. Oh, oh, you mean during the um, fan episode? I think that was it. But yeah, they stood there talking to himself, and then like, when yeah, you asked him a question. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to himself, and then he asked him, Hey, man, what should I do? Well, I don't know, maybe you should just, uh, Shut up, I didn't ask you! <laughs> it makes every driver cry. I'm like, so funny, but it's so mean. It's, it's great. I Sad thing is, I think that episode might be filler. I don't think that's enough. That's the sad part. That is filler, actually, because that girl does not come back. But anyway, um, anyway, uh, I think there's one more thing I had on here. The uh, shark, the debt collector, the green guy, um, I'll talk about this more in the translation thing, but in in the original uh, manga, Shinpachi is worried about um, uh, uh, his sister Otai, you know, taking off her underwear and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but he, he doesn't specifically say it in the manga, because they use different wording in the English translation, but uh, in, instead of Instead of um, instead of the uh, loan shark just taking off her clothes, he he just wants him to put on a revealing outfit. It's an odd outfit. Yeah, it was an odd outfit. This was more of a kimono, longer than her own original kimono. The oh, no, 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 not no, not, I mean, like, not 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 that one in the anime. He, like that. Oh, oh, big bikini thing. Yeah, it was. Oh, that bikini thing. Yeah, that, that, like it cut off really high, but the waist was high. Uh, the 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 bikini bottoms were really long. Like, someone had a really long crush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I... This isn't important, but I noticed that in the manga... This is just a stupid little thing that I noticed. It, it's not Board important. Change? No, 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 no. It's, uh... Yintoki, while he's fighting the henchmen, all of his yukata comes off, off top. So you can see his, uh, jumpsuit. But in the anime, his his first half stays on the entire time. I just thought it was That's weird. True. Especially that one panel when he's like swinging his sword upward and he's slashing it down on some on some of the thugs, it's fully off on top. Yeah. So. But I really did notice that until like in anime, he's like this. He still got it on, but somehow like he like I don't know. I think he put his sleeve back. I think he put his arm right back in his sleeve, and he's just like ah. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> that that's all I noticed in the anime in terms of differences. Which which do you guys like better? Do do you like the anime episode or do you like the manga chapter more? I I personally could go either way. I I think I only like the anime episode more just because there's movement. I know that sounds kind of dumb, but that's the only that's the only thing the anime episode has on the manga chapter is that things are moving, so it kind of keeps my attention a bit more. And plus, I think the voice acting um, adds a lot to the experience. I don't know about you guys. I choose the manga chapter just because of that little just that badassness, that badassery on the moped. I, just it gets me every single time. I would put that on my wall, all blown up and everything. I I honestly think he was just cruising along. Exactly. Shinpachi is probably like backseat driving, yelling at the top no, of his you, you see him trying to look over his yeah, I think he helmet. I I can imagine it going this way. Shinpachi just yelling at the top of the songs. I have to save my sister. Why can't you go faster? And Gintoki. It's just her dignity. And, and Gintoki's just sitting there like I'm just cruising. Just just I can imagine like that little thing of. <laughs> 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 
So what, what what do you what do you think, Jasmine? Well, I think I mean I could go either way, but I will say personally, I do like the anime more, slightly more. If in terms of just this episode, I'm gonna say just this episode. <laughs> well, well, just just this episode. I I know you might like the anime more, but like like just just in terms of this episode and this material, do, do you which do you like better? There for this specific episode. I would say I would go either way for this chapter slash episode because they both say the exact same thing. So there's like it's kind of like this. Usually when you see anime and a manga, the manga says one thing and the anime says something, says something completely different. Well, that does happen sometimes. And like they'll still like keep what the what the manga artist wrote, but it's so turned around that you don't even realize it until you actually read the manga. Well, I mean. But, uh, I guess. I, I just feel like, um, I don't know. I guess I could go either way, too. I just feel like just because of the voice acting and the fact that it's animated, even. Yeah. I, that, I'm sorry. It's just like, for this specific episode or manga chapter, either way is really well played. I, I think so, too. And uh, they both, and I'm afraid that it kind of follows consistency a little bit. Yeah. So... If I do read the manga, I would like to at least see some like a certain chapter be represented in that episode, and not have to see like one little like five seconds of that chapter. I'm like, oh, so they're representing that chapter, and then like it's not even and then the whole, but the whole entire 24 minutes is not even representing the chapter whatsoever. Because hmm. I, I have seen a lot of anime that have done that. So, so we have um, two neutrals and one manga chapter. Okay, so I think we have one more segment to go. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Anyway, let's go. I, I had a name for this segment, but I'm not sure what I actually want to call it. I think I'm going to change it to Translations and Things. Just just cause. Or you can just say, like, Japanese versus English. Which one has the better censorship? Uh, nah. I'm not really going to get Japanese. Yeah. No, the censorship don't, that we are in the Hold on, hold your horses. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, don't worry. But, um... See, see what I, t- I told I told you last night, Jasmine. But I t- I'm I'm assuming like Jay. I don't think you. How much Japanese do you know? Uh, bits and pieces. Yeah. I don't. N- none of the three of us know enough Japanese to actually go too in depth into you know what the wording of some of this dialogue is and how what what kind of meaning the dialogue has when you say it. And I know a certain amount, but, as um, far as how they like to talk. But we're still going to try anyway. Um, so I brought up um, how Gintoki's being kind of contradicting when at first he says he has high blood sugar and is, well, he doesn't say it, but you can kind of assume that he's near diabetic. <laughs> and, and then later he's like, well, I got to have something now and then. But it doesn't help that in the Viz translation, his exact quote uh, later on, if I can get to the page really quickly, I, uh, I'm i going to read his direct quote here from the Viz translation. I have to eat sweets now and then. Hypoglycema. <laughs> like, he says, he, he yeah, says that, and then he, and, then he just, and then he just says, hypoglycema. He just kind of adds that. Yeah. But it, it already doesn't help that he's contradicting himself, but... Um, I think he I, just wants to make up any looked, kind of excuse. I, I looked up what hypoglycemia was last night, because I, I, I've never heard of that, but cause I'm not a doctor. 
But um, basically, hypoglycemia literally means low blood sugar. Lo- low blood sugar. So. It, also, you get if you people have taken um, veterinarian, you know what this means by the way the word is said. Anyway, sorry. I, I was just going to say, I've listened to the line in the anime, and as far as I can tell, he doesn't say any kind of word that sounds like any kind of a word that means a disease at all, so I'm going to assume that was just added in by the translator. Just just, just to prove a point that he has low blood sugar. But again, it doesn't help that before he said that he has high blood sugar, so... I, I think I think Gintoki might just be a chronic liar. He is a chronic liar. I, I wouldn't I would not put that past him. Like like how a woman can lie about her age. Anyway, um uh there was another thing I wanted to bring up about um Shinpachi's father and his death. There's um Crunchyroll their subtitles um word things kinda differently. Cause I know Jasmine you made a big deal earlier about how he took on a friend's death because you know he's he believes in compassion and duty and all that, but mm-hmm. in in on the Crunchyroll subs, they just they just state that he got taken advantage of, and that's why he got into debt. So you had to be a really bad friend to just let your friend take your debt. What? I what? Mean, you would be um, taking advantage of that. Um, what my theory is um, concerning the um, Viz translation, which says that he took on a friend's debt is I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say that maybe he uh, he was kind of, um, his dojo was also kind of a home for people who had no place to go. And um, he just kind of let whoever in to teach him swordsmanship. And maybe one of them needed some kind of money or something. And maybe they didn't even have to ask him. Maybe, maybe, his, maybe um, Shinpachi's father actually like went to this loan shark, this sleazy guy, and asked him for some money to give to whoever he needed to. Maybe you're giving him a little too much credit. Well, I mean, Shinpachi, obviously, he, he had some, and according to Shinpachi, he had, he had a sense of duty and compassion. So, yeah, so. It, I mean, this is all speculation, so obviously we don't know, we don't know how far he went with his beliefs, but maybe he was actually that kind of person where he did go out of his way to help people. I would still like to think though that it wasn't exactly his debt because that is how it was perceived to me. That it was not his debt, it was somebody else's debt he took on. Ooh, that could be um okay. Okay, I that I, you, I, you I think I, or restrict into I, I I think okay. That 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 would make more sense. I don't know. I'm it's just the the thing the problem I have with this is that there are two different translations, and I wish there was one, just just one to go off of, because, I don't know. I feel like one is kind of vague, but the other one is specific, but I'm not sure if that's really a direct translation. Like, Honestly, with that, we would have to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. We'd have to try and meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. As middle as we can get, but I think it's really a for anybody who reads it, what their own interpretation of this is to Probably. I, I just wish I just wish I knew enough Japanese to go back and read what the specific wording was so I could make my own judgment, but because, you know, whether it's more like the situation that you had said earlier or what I had said, it still fits. It still fits, yeah. I'm not so. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying I wish 
I wish things weren't as vague in yeah. in this series. That's that's the one thing I don't like about the series is how vague things can be, especially with uh, Gintoki later on. But I think if they're really vague, then they're they're important, they're details, but they're not something that you really need to go into if they're going to be that vague. I guess you got a good point. I I, I like either one. I guess. I just wish I knew what the original Japanese said, just because I'm, I'm a real stickler for these kind of things. Do, do you have any thoughts on this, Jasmine? Not really. As you said before, both of them fit. So we don't really know exactly the terminology of what they, or what they said. But either way, it still fits. We just, we just need more background on Shinpachi's family in general. Right. I think it, we have more background. I think we we'll both have, like, we'll kind of know where our boundaries are at this point. Honestly, I think we know the least out of the three. I think we know the least about Shinpachi. Right, like we know about this one character that's going to come in later. We know about Gintoki, but we don't know nothing about Shinpachi. Well, I, we know. Honestly, I don't think there's really that much to know. No offense to the character, I don't really think that there's that much to know. <laughs> he's sort of like, he's complex in the way he thinks, but in life he's a little simple. Um, I guess... In life, he's he's supposed to be the straight man of the series. He's supposed to, you know, call out everybody on the stupid shit they say. Like, he's... I don't think he's had very... too many just big events in his life. Gin, on the other hand, you know, which is probably why he's so... I don't say anal, but... <laughs> well, I guess he can kind of be a little bit, but I, I feel like... um it's funny, because I, I won't spoil anything, but I did just come off the latest arc in the anime, where we, we, we will get some kind of character development for Shinpachi later on. I just wish that it happened a bit more often. Yeah. Cause, it makes you keep watching. Because I feel like Sarachi doesn't really pay attention too much to Shinpachi's family in general. Or Shinpachi. That's what I think. I I honestly think that he probably used it as time to get the ball rolling. I guess, yeah. When in doubt, wherever the Shinpachi chapter. But um, I think the last thing I want to go over is um, I don't want to call it censorship because they don't really censor it per se, but they kind of reword some things in here because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb because I. I did, just for reference, I did look up scans for this for this chapter, just, just, just so I can get a reference on something, but um, I did look at scans, and I'm, I'm not going to say that the scans are correct, but I'm going to assume they are, just because just I don't know how to read Japanese. So, you know, it's, it's like my mom says, when you make an ass, you make an ass, or no, it's, it's when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. In this case, just myself, but because um, they're because the, Shinpachi and Kentucky are arguing on their way to the flying ship about um, how you know you know Shinpachi's obviously like, hey can't go any faster, and from there I'm gonna I'm gonna read the exact dialogue from here. Uh, Kentucky replies, no, I just I just got a speeding ticket, and then Shinpachi re- uh, replies, that doesn't matter right now. My sister is having a self-image crisis, and then Kentucky replies. Relax, it's only her dignity. There are samurai in this world who use newspapers to wipe themselves. So, um, 
I don't have the scan on me, so I'm not going to bother reading it, but I do remember in the scan, um, basically replace the words self-image and dignity and words like that with underwear. Because cause that's, cause that's what it is in, um, I'm assuming in the original um, Japanese, is that Shinpachi is worried about her sister having her underwear taken off. Any any mention of underwear is removed in the Viz translation. And then there was one more um, that I wanted to go over. This one I know for sure they omitted, because this was in the anime, too. About, we cut to the scene where Otai's in the middle of orientation, the sleaze bag here. That's what I'm going to call him. Mr. Sleaze Bag is uh, is commenting on, she, he's kind of critiquing her and, and, on her um, performance and how she greets the customers. I don't remember the exact wording of the anime because I don't have that on me right now, but um, basically, Mr. Sleazebag critiques Otai on how much cleavage she shows. Obviously, this being kind of a running gag later, and Otai is obviously very sensitive because, you know, she doesn't have any breasts. She's, she's flat. Boom. And obviously... She grabs this guy's face and she's like, well, you know, I've never had any cleavage, so, yeah, you're out of luck, buddy. And he's like, oh, yeah, so I guess you couldn't do that if you wanted to. <laughs> but um, I'm going to read the exact translation from these two panels here. How many times do I have to tell you? Big smile for the customers. And then she grabs his face. Does this smile do it for you, schmuck? And he's like, oh, um, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so, um, mentions of cleavage are taken out, too. Yeah. Oh, actually, there's, I'm sorry, there is one more, actually, when Gintoki and Shinpachi arrive in the crash police car, because, um, Shinpachi in the manga, in the original Japanese, is like, oh, hey, sis, do you still have your underwear on? You haven't taken it off yet, right? Basically. And just checking. <laughs> just, just checking. Um, but obviously in here... Uh, I think we mentioned it during the recap. Shinpachi's like, "Hey, sis, are you done with em- are you done with employee orientation yet?" So obviously, mentions of underwear and cleavage are omitted. They're gone. The Americans will get offended. It's weird because they do market this manga under their Shonen Jump Advanced line, which is basically for their more mature series, for, for lack of a better word. And um, it's weird that they go out of their way to omit these, or at least change the wording of some of this dialogue when, when obviously they're marketing this as um, a not really adult comic, just more, more a bit more mature content, more Family Guy level content. I don't know. Do, do you find that weird at all, Jasmine? I do, but I commented about it many times. Not surprisingly. Not like really on like the orientation, more like how they. I guess they were really they really didn't want to. I guess they didn't want to make Americans feel awkward. I guess I, I'm not saying that. I I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to do with this, with by changing the way the dialogue was. But like for instance, they always said like Otai's dignity or self image. I didn't understand why those were there. Yeah. See exactly. That, that's that's so, some of these. That's the problem with some of these too. Is that you know when you word these a certain way, um, in in as as opposed to how they're worded originally, sometimes they're going to confuse people. 
Right. I'm not. I don't know what the original was. I'm not saying that I do know. Oh yeah. No. So when I read this, I was really, really confused of what they were talking about when they said like, especially it's like, well, like especially when they first brought up when the guy first brought up saying, um, you either sell the dojo or lose your dignity. Which one do you choose? And I'm like, wait, what? That's very. <laughs> I, I think, now that I think about it, it makes sense, but it's still kind of vague enough for somebody to go, what what, what do you mean by that? No, what I kind of thought was that they were trying to do a little bit too much of a, like, I guess I didn't want to say cleavage or, or underwear, but they wanted to show what a wimp, what is more, um, I didn't even say what's more valuable to a woman, which is dignity, pride, and whistle, and I guess self-image. Yeah. So, they went ahead and put dignity as one of them, because, again, apparently, dignity is something that a girl values more than, almost, more than anything. So, using the word dignity, I didn't really like the way they used it, so I'm like, well, yes, girls have dignity, but they don't have it so, they don't value value it so much that they do that. There are some girls who don't have dignity at all. (laughs) So I didn't really like, I, like, when it first showed up, I was okay with it, but then when it started going on, when it was just like Otai and that guy, yeah, it was constantly bringing it up, mm-hmm. I didn't really like it. I was like, wouldn't, like, really, dignity? Can you guys come up with a different word besides dignity and self-image? There's something else, because it, it just didn't fall into play for me. Hmm. Because I get that it's, more, it's very valuable for a woman, but this is really... I don't know what you guys are trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand what they were trying to do. Ah. Because, yes, it makes sense. It, ma- it kind of does make sense. But it was so different or so vague. I was just like, okay, I know what you're trying to talk about, but can you at least use a different word? It's it's all in the wording, I agree. But, uh, yeah, that that's all I really noticed in this volume. Just Just a few weird things and how they're worded. I, I'm, I'm gonna know, that's why I have this segment, because there is a bit of this throughout the Viz manga. I, I think that's about it. Um, I actually forgot, there's one more short little segment, it's not, probably not gonna take more than like five minutes, so you guys ready for one more and then we're done? Sure. Alright, um, I almost forgot to do this segment, but it is time for a segment I like to call Life Lessons. Basically what we're going to do is we're going to take the title chapter, the chapter title of the chapter we just recapped, and we're going to, we are going to overanalyze it. Because, uh, we, I kind of noticed when I watched the anime with, like, with you, Jasmine, or UJ, that sometimes these episode titles, for the anime at least, don't make sense. Or at least... At first glance, they don't. But I, well, I huh? I was gonna say, well, it's kind of different for me. Usually, when I see it, I do see like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But I guess it truly depends on the person who sees it. I guess, but um, but yeah, I I want to do this segment just cause I just I just want to talk about the chapter title and maybe have some funny discussion or something. Funny to me. I'm not sure about anybody else. And also, I called the I called this segment "Life Lessons" because uh, the chapter titles in the manga are referred to as lessons. So I feel like that's that's a nice touch. 
I don't know. For some reason, I, I kind of like that because when you get more into the series later on, you feel like you're kind of just watching these characters just kind of live their life and just just kind of learning something new as they go along and they go along with their misadventures. But then again, I'm not sure if the show or this manga or whatever is supposed to be taken that seriously. It wasn't supposed to, I believe. <laughs> yeah. But um, all right, so let's 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 review this chapter title, and the chapter title is. Nobody with naturally wavy hair can be that bad. Alright, so, uh, a few points I want to bring up. I personally think that this chapter title kind of refers to Gintoki's character. Kind of. This is a really good title for the first episode, or third episode, or whatever. (laughs) But basically, it's a really good, basically, as you said, it kind of represents his character. Because when we first see him, he does look like a ba- kind of like a bad guy. Well, well, actually, to be more specific, to, to be more specific, he comes in looking like a badass, and then he frames, <laughs> and then he frames Shinpachi for murder. Right. So he's kind of a dick, and and then, he, <laughs> right. and then he fights, and then he fights for their ideals and stuff. So he kind of jumps around a lot this first chapter. Right. So, so that's where the title kind of does relate to this chapter more than you expected to. It's a really good reference to what he is because basically when you first see him, he does, basically he kind of looks like, oh, I don't want to associate with this guy. I don't want to watch this character. Mm-hmm. And then as you, no, as you, you think about it, it's kind of like, he seems like a character you, you start to not really like or you will, like, you will like him least of all. I guess, yeah. But then as it goes on, you're like, oh, okay, I guess he's not that bad of a character. It's kind of just like that. So it does really relate to Gintoki himself. Mm-hmm. Well, do, you, do you agree with this, Jay? Yes. Okay. Okay, but so... I'm going to say something else, actually. Yeah, what? Go ahead. Is that... I'm not... It's not replying to just this specific title. It's just replying to all the other titles later on in the future. Yeah. But basically, there are very few titles when they actually report it to life themselves more than the actual characters. And it kind of, like, I don't know precise what, which one it was, but I really, it kind of really stuck to me. I, I really liked it, because I it did reference, like, basically how life works. I don't know the precise title, but, yeah. Anyway, um, here's my next point. Are all people with naturally wavy hair giant assholes? Well, hold on, no. well this both has wavy hair naturally. <laughs> okay, so I should probably clarify. I I have slight kind of... I, I have Gintoki's hair slightly. Except mine's brown. Well, you were being an asshole earlier. Well, I guess... See, well, I guess... There you go. There you go. I guess I'm a... They're not yeah. all bad. It really depends on the person. See, <laughs> I'm not all that bad. Yeah, just like the chapter title says. <laughs> We love you. Yep. <laughs> very, very carefully. Do you, well, I don't know. Would you consider your hair naturally wavy? Okay. You have naturally wavy hair, Jay. Uh, you're, well, I, I don't think you're an asshole. You, I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, okay, I guess you are. But, uh, I guess you are. So... I don't think all of them are assholes, but... We are. But I think we are, if, if this podcast is uh, is any uh, indication. 
Well, I got straight here. <laughs> so, well, you're still kind of an asshole sometimes too. You're just, you're just, you're just very passive aggressive. <laughs> you're very, you could be passive. Well, well, I don't know, maybe not. I don't know. Once you like attacked John because I had fake cried and I was like, Jasmine, John, if they need me, and all of a sudden you go to like rage mode, John, and then John, he ran. I did. Like, John, for those who don't know, is our friend. I didn't know I nailed this. Sorry. So, the Jasmine went on him like a Spider-Man. So, I guess, in in conclusion, not only people with naturally wavy hairs are assholes, but yeah, every... We're not all that bad. But everybody's assholes. But we're not But we're not all that bad. Once you, once you get to know us, and you can stomach this podcast. I am really yes. sorry. Thank I'm, you so much for the people who are still with I us. I am really sorry if, if, you. if you're still trying to listen to this and you, and you. you still hate us. If you hate us, I'm sorry. If you're the this is this is our first time doing this, so I hope not. Very unscripted. I'm sorry. We're sorry for being very unscripted and being very random. <laughs> well, podcasts aren't podcasts aren't scripted. Like, I, there's no way I'm writing a script for this. Well, I have to write a scripted podcast for one of my podcasts. Well. That's probably because you're doing a report or something. That that's different. Um. Anyway. Um. I guess we kind of already went over it, but just just the final final confirmation. Does this does this chapter title make sense? I vote yes. What yes. about you, Jasmine? Yes. Yes. Okay. This chapter title does make sense. It does refer to Kentucky as a character, We're and and uh, yeah. Well, well, that's what this segment's all about is overanalyzing the chapter titles because I always thought it was fun. Alright, so um, I think we're ready to end off now. Let's get ready. Now, now we're ready. Okay, so so that was, uh, this has been Life Lessons, a Gintama manga cast. I hope, we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Just just like the anime, we're sorry. We love you. We, we love you, people who are still listening. I was going to say you love us. Tell them, oh. tell them that you love them. I love you. Okay. Make them feel it. Yeah, you need to. You need to. You know, mean it. I love you. They can, they can tell when you're faking That's it. That's sexual. <laughs> what? That's not sexual. I, I can't. Oh be- my god, it's so good. I love you. Okay, guys. Um, so this podcast is probably gonna be like two and a half hours by the time I'm done editing. This. We're like two minutes because we're very, very sorry, people. Yeah, we're sorry if we're not, you know, as professional as you'd like us to be. But neither is anybody on the on the cast of Gintama. So really, we're acting. Really, we're acting in the spirit of the show. They can't see it. That no one's hitting each other. Can see it. Yeah, well, I could hit Jay if I wanted to, and she could hit me if I wanted to. And I, you, they would hear me hit you. And then I could hit Jasmine if I wanted to, but I can't. I'd be really hitting my computer. That's an idiot. Just so if I was there and he hit me, I would scream bloody murder and he would get arrested. Um, well, that's, and I would kick your ass. God, so hostile. Just like the show. <laughs> but anyway, um, hey, Jay. Bye. Hey, hey Jay, um, I, you, you think I could fruit punch Jasmine through the screen? We're making a reference to an ep- we're making a reference to an episode that we watched today. Yeah, spoiler like the shit out of these people. Um, it's not a spoiler. How is fruit punch a spoiler? No, that is a spoiler. Fruit punches? Told you. Yes. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, 
Yeah, okay, the jokes are spoilers, apparently. Um... Just his jokes. Whatever. Um, so... I guess, is there, is there really anything else to say? Or, I guess we're done? I can't think of anything. I think we're done here. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can do this again sometime? I, I, would, I would like to. I guess if we have nothing else to say, then, um... Other than, I hope we can do this again sometime. I don't know how often I'm going to do this. Hopefully once a month at max. This is not something that I think I could do weekly. Maybe bi-weekly at most. You wouldn't be able to handle that. Oh, yeah, no. Um, we don't... Like, I, I, can, I can guarantee that me and Jasmine are both going to be on, because I'm not doing this shit by myself. I need at least one other person. Whenever I can have Jay over, um, I'll, I'll have her do it with us again. I'm, I want to get... I want to get um, our friend that we mentioned earlier. I want to get John on to do some of these because um, he still hasn't seen a lot of these first episodes. Exactly. So I wish he could have come on today, but I think it would he had... be like having his opinion on this though. I think I, I, I don't know. I he just... would simple it. He would make it very simple, like I was when I was reading through chapters and I was going through all that stuff. Uh huh. I feel like he would summarize it like that. Yeah, he probably would. We think the same. Mm. But uh, yeah, I hope I can have John on next time. But unfortunately, he had work today. But, uh, so, so I guess that's it. Um, did, did you guys enjoy yourselves? Yeah. I'm gonna go somewhere now. <laughs> um, so. He works at Yes, he does. Um, don't ask him for free subs, though. You asked him for free subs? No, I said don't ask him for free subs, because he's not gonna give it to you. He might give you free cookies. Because <laughs> you're allowed to do that sometimes, but anyway, I'm giving, I'm already giving away too many secrets on Subway. Alright, so. You are, because you can't edit that. So I guess uh, this has been Life Lessons, a Gintama manga cast, and with I, Colton and I, Jay and Jasmine and all your cartoon pals. Oh, you fucked it. <laughs> so I guess we'll see you guys later, whenever. Bye. Bye. Hey. <laughs> we 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 like to have fun here. So let's see. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to start this off. Like, hey, welcome. Or, or, welcome to the pocket. Now that sounds too generic. Grabbing life by balls. Do you like your travel? Well, we do. Ha- stay for a while and enjoy our pockets. Oh, don't, don't, don't fake it. Just, just talk normally. It's fine. We all know that it's going to be horrible banter. Just go with it. Okay. All right, we're starting. Banter. Hey. Start with three. Stop yelling. Hey. <laughs> Starting with three, two, one. What? What? Stop typing. You know that the, my computer actually catches all the typing. It does actually. Yeah, it does. And I can't edit that out because I'm not that good at editing. You're pointing it out, though. People are gonna think we're really annoying, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you're you're pointing out. I'm my just typing. joking. Don't take it so seriously. You're pointing out my typing. Well, they're gonna hear it anyway. I mean, what kind of sniper? Really, sniper? Your username. Your username is sniper. That's why I. Power. <laughs> this is sniper.
I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> but not before we watch more Gintama later, anyway. Gintoki checks his arm, all cool-like, and... Mm-hmm. It's like he goes in and out of this. He looks amazingly cool, and then all of a sudden he's an idiot again. Mom, my phone! <laughs> Hold on. Awkward. Hello? <laughs> yes? Alright. Hold on. Hold on. Um, I'm going to go this needs to be fast. Mom, I fucked. They're gonna think you're a, they're gonna think you're like a 33-year-old man who lives at home still. So. <laughs> <laughs> think about it, they're not gonna think that six, like a 19-year-old boy is doing this. You know, sometimes when this kind of stuff happens, um, people will edit it out and then put it at the end of the podcast. Now, now I get to do that. Oh, no, if we do, then the little edited out parts are going to be longer than the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like all the parts that I, I'm, that I'm going to have to edit out are probably going to be longer than this podcast. But uh, yeah. long. Uh, <laughs> like three hours worth. But, um, just um. I was no, I was right here. Okay. Right, just, just start. Start. Um. I'm, I'm do. Okay. That's enough one.